0: 106 miles to Chicago, we got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit
1: it. Perhaps like me, you might have been a little curious about how this whole feminist movement ends. Well, let me tell you, it ends with the complete erasing of women. Yep, that's right, women just completely erased. So, women have become so erased that it's hard to find women to model women's products. Take, for example, the latest Adidas women's bathing suit ad. I guess it's just so hard to find women to model women's bathing suits because women at this point have been completely erased. Ah, huh. and it says show more. I'm good. Uh, I am, I'm good. I am totally fine here. Yeah, so this is how it ends. This is how it ends. The women are erased by the feminist movement. And now it's just, it's just a bunch of dudes. Bunch of dudes. Because this is what the feminists wanted. Are the women on the left wanted? Are, are, are they women? I, you know, I don't know. I, I just make it make sense. Uh, yeah. So that's all
2: I got. You hear about all these reparations? They afro Can Americans in California over a million dollars in reparations. This is bull crap. I've had enough of this. This is not okay. This is not okay. Because as a Man who identifies as a black man from California. We demand more. We want 500 million a piece, not a penny less. Or else.
3: The latest legislation that's just been submitted in Minnesota where they're trying to chip out language with respect to pedophilia. We're coming up on a society where I think that some people don't understand that simply because you put it in code doesn't mean you've changed the moral premise. Does anybody honestly imagine that if I, as a father, caught someone sexually abusing my child, because that's what it is, it's abuse, that they could look at me and say, but it's legal. And that would have any effect on what I did
2: next. It's your favorite president, or as everybody calls me, the modern-day Paul Revere, because the bad hombres are coming. The bad hombres are coming. Everybody's getting a bad ombre. They're coming to a town near you. It's like, Oprah, you get a bad ombre. You get a bad ombre. You get a bad ombre. Everybody's getting a bad ombre these days, and the Biden administration is doing absolutely nothing about it. When I'm your president, we're going to enact, instead of Title 42, Title 47, and it's going to say adios. We're going to say adios, amigos, except these people, are not our amigos, they're not our friends, because they're not sending their best. These are bad hombres, and we have to build a wall, take care of the southern border, and make America strong again, safe again, and great again, believe me.
4: What is a woman, what is a female? It's complicated, and I know you're not going to like that answer. You guys like to bring up high school-level biology classes a lot, but people who go on to more complicated biology classes will talk about sex as a spectrum it's not well biological researchers would disagree with you
5: well and they're full of the ones that would say that you said you're an emt Yes. you're responding to a health emergency biological male somebody with a penis is having a medical emergency and they say to you i think i'm having a miscarriage would you check them to see if they're having a miscarriage would you consider that a possibility for them look (laughs) no
6: Benninger, and you're listening to No Hostages Radio. Episode 217 to appear on May 27, 2023. Uh, Welcome. This is your first time here. Uh, We do six 20-minute segments with some clips mixed in. Uh, You can reach out to me at 530-713-1838. Once again, 530-713-1838. That's my cell phone, so I'm over here on the left coast. I will answer your call, or you could just send me a text. You can also email me at lou, L-O-U, at nohostagesradio.com. Once again, lou at nohostagesradio.com. That is a website, nohostagesradio.com, where we post all of our previous podcasts and also some articles I've written in the past so help yourself there we also do a live show on Saturdays this show will come up uh, each Saturday's a new show but we also do a live show on KMYC 1410 a.m. in uh, Yuba and Sutter County over here in Northern California if you ever have a desire to listen to that live show you can go to the website at nohostagesradio.com and click on the live button and it's uh, the live show is called Live with Lou. So, uh, okay, so that's it. I want to uh, say that the reason I do this show is to help people get knowledge that they may not have access to. I'm not smarter than the average person. I'm just here to see if I can give some, get some information that I've collected back out to you and uh help you be equipped because we all need to be equipped never before in the history of the united states have we had an attempt to overthrow the government from the inside and of course most smart people say that that's usually the way you can get at a government is from the inside it's a lot easier than getting at it from the outside so we have a uh, sort of an ongoing insurrection going uh to undermine all of our agencies, agencies by, the, by uh, what I mean by that or by example is education, environment, energy, IRS, FBI, DOJ, all the alphabet soup of agencies are now known as the deep state and now connected to the CIA, DOJ, FBI. And it's become clear and clear to the average person. Uh, It's it's taken fifty years, but it's become clear and clear that the our own people have been killing our own people, killed the Kennedys, killed Martin Luther King. Just we can go on down Malcolm X, go on down the line. It wasn't a foreign invader; it was our own people. Now it's becoming more and more clear that even nine eleven was uh, the CIA was complicit in it. Uh, Yeah, there was some uh radicals that uh from foreign countries that flew in but they actually use them you know how people use people do you know you can hire somebody to kill a person you want to get killed kill your spouse kill your kill your uh your boss kill somebody that stole something from you hurt your feelings you can actually pay someone to go kill them well when they get caught up in it they they get uh maybe they get caught And then they keep looking, like, who was behind this? And pretty soon they find you. Well, there's a whole multiplicity of characters. And so that's what's been going on in the United States. The CIA, when they don't like the outcome of something, they just simply choreograph a way that somebody gets poisoned, blown up, stabbed, goes down in an airplane, shot. There's just a multitude of ways to eliminate someone you've you've heard of people it's more publicized when somebody in russia a candidate gets po- uh, poisoned so uh <clears throat> anyway uh let's get out this we got uh, our board, our borders are under siege really the country is under new management It doesn't matter what you see on youtube the management of this country is communist and uh there's an attempt to retake it uh, trump was kind of a high spot in that takeover it had been occurring uh, under the Clintons and the Obamas, and now uh, under the Bidens. And uh, Trump was an outlier. And so we'll see what's going to happen now, but there's the, the idea of opening the borders is to cause the, co- the country to literally collapse, and there will be no United States of America, just be a territory of the globe uh, that the United Nations will manage. And the World Health Organization will manage our health. That's the facts of the situation. Whether you buy into it or not, it doesn't really make any difference to me. Uh, I'm just, I'm really outreaching the people that have an ear to hear. You know, Jesus said very, something very mysterious a couple thousand years ago. Said, he who has an ear, let him hear. Well, he wasn't talking to people that had their ears cut off or that were born without ears. He was talking about people that had normal hearing, had two ears, had normal hearing, but they couldn't, the hearing did not penetrate their psyche, their emotions. And uh, he said, he who has eyes, let him see, or he can't see. So he sees the trees, he sees the water, he sees people walking, but he doesn't under, he just can't see what's going on. And if you couldn't see that so clearly, with the COVID PSYOP, uh, uh, people just completely, their brain was, was, uh, under the influence of like some sort of anesthesia, psychological anesthesia. <clears throat> so I just wanted to give a couple examples of, of corrupt media right from the beginning. So the mainstream media, a guy, I guess, drove a U-Haul truck into the white house. And, uh, They declared, when I say they, I'm talking about the government media, the mainstream media. They declared him a white supremacist. But when you see a photo of him, like right off his Missouri driver's license, he's a Hispanic guy. If not Hispanic, Middle Eastern. There's nothing white about this fellow. But again, it's the media. I've tried to tell people for the last three years, turn off your television But the fact that people don't shows that they are just incredibly addicted and they have succumbed to the influence. And they believe what they're being told or they believe a lot of what they're being told. And actually 100 percent of what they're being told on television is a lie. So we we call Middle Eastern people and we call Mexicans blacks white supremacists. And then we have a, a suspect who is accused of raping a 15-year-old girl and a woman, an uh, adult woman on a Maryland hiking trail. Uh, the person is in the U.S. illegally, and uh, they think he is from El Salvador, which is one of the biggest gang countries in the world. So I just thought I'd mention a couple of things like that. We're having crimes left and right. But the the Democrats actually expect that and are hoping for that, and they want a collapse of the country. That's why when Antifa and BLM uh, attacked certain cities, they went after blue cities. They they tried to go after some red cities, and uh, they turned them back. Citizens came out with guns and just said, you don't want to get out of the bus. But it was all set up in places like Sacramento, San Francisco, Detroit, Chicago, New York, on an L.A., where they could just trash, do millions of dollars in damage, and the political leaders would not do a thing because they actually want the destruction of our country and chaos to reign so uh, they can turn it over to a an international a leadership system and eliminate the republic uh for which america stands there's a guy named Saul Alinsky he's very you got to look him up it's Saul S A L uh actually maybe it's S O L but the last name i have correct A L I N S K I Alinsky A L I N S K I he was communist and um he worked he was social worker communist and uh, intellectual and worked in same thing Obama did. In fact, he taught Obama, uh, schooled Obama and, and Hillary Clinton in the ways of uh, radicals to overthrow from the inside. And that's exactly what's going on throughout our country right now. We don't see people uh, with uh, gunboats and bombs bombing our uh, perimeter. We just see people causing havoc, including corrupt judges. So I want to mention uh, his uh, rules, eight levels of control that must be obtained before you are able to create a social state, a socialist state. These are the eight levels of control. So the first one is health care. Control health care and you control the people. So Obama did a great job at that. He's, he introduced Obamacare, controlling all people's health care. Remember that? They said if you, it's going to be fine. If you want to keep your doctor, keep your plan. You can keep all those. That was all a lie, and you know it, it. It just like you. Why do we let these guys lie to us? When we find out they lie, we just kind of move on because nobody wants to throw down and pay the big cost, right? Of throwing down against the president of the United States. So then, number two, we have poverty. Remember, these are full eight levels of control. So we got health care, poverty. Increase the poverty level as high as possible. Remember Obama raised uh food stamps and welfare just jacked it up big time. It extended the type of people that could get it. In other words, people that normally couldn't get it before could get it under Obama. Said so increase the poverty level as high as possible. Poor people are easier to control and will not fight back if you are providing everything for them to live. We got a bunch of people living right next to me. I could throw a pebble and hit the wall. And it's that this is the type of people that are in total control of the government. Poverty. Number three, debt. Increase the debt. You see what the Democrats are trying to do? Increase the debt. Increase the debt to an unsustainable level. We're almost there. That way you're able to increase taxes and this will produce more poverty. Remember, they want poverty. They want to control the health care, and they want to have Debt that will drive everything else. Number four, gun control. Remove the ability to defend themselves from the government. The way you're able to create a police. That way you're able to create a police state. That's exactly what I go when I visit China, when I go to Laos, when I go to Vietnam. The government has the guns, and so the people are in complete submission. Number six. Uh, sorry, number five. Take control of every aspect of their lives. Take control of the food the housing, and the income. Now, it's interesting that um, Klaus Schwab said, we're going to take control of everything, and you'll be happy. You're not going to own a house. You're not going to own dishes. You're not going to have a car. You're not going to have your own uh, entertainment center. We're going to work it all out to provide some of those things for you, but you'll you'll be happy you won't own a thing. And uh, so that's what uh, James Gallagher, our, our so-called Republican assemblyman from our area, he actually endorsed – Part of this uh, move here is the Saul Alinsky approach and also the communist approach, which is to whittle away at our property rights, our ab- ability to have our own private property and own things, own a car, own own a house, own a ranch, own a cabin, own, own a piece of property we grow food on. So what, what James Gallagher endorsed is that when a family member, when a mom or dad dies— And they're going to give the property to the children or grandparents die and they're going to give the property to the children like jump a generation. Maybe the parents died young, but the grandparents are still there and they're going to give the property to the children. What James Gallagher endorsed is stopping people from being able to hand off uh, ranches and properties and businesses uh, without – having a complete reassessment and a huge spike in taxes for the next generation. Well, that is, you know, when we think of the communists taking over a country, we think of China or we think of Russia where there was a big fight. Millions were killed. There was persecution. There was purging of anybody of faith, but that's not the way this is working. They're, they're chipping away at our rights one proposition, one bill, one piece of legislation at a time. And so in Prop 19, about three years ago now, Prop 19 took away the tax benefits of Prop 58. It was Prop 58, 218, and Prop 13, which protected properties that were kept in the family and and passed on to the family. So James Gallagher, who claims to be a, a Republican, actually is more in line with Klaus Schwab, who's the head of the world economic forum, maybe you should go back there and get trained because that's what Klaus Schwab would do. He would penalize the next generation. Well, that doesn't really take the property away from you. What it does is severely increase the taxes of the property and force you to get rid of your property. And so you now are, you lose maybe the only property that that family had. And, uh, so that's that's the concept of number five, welfare. Take control of every aspect of their lives, the food, the housing, and income. Education, take control of what people read and listen to. Take control of what children learn in school. That's exactly what's happened. Uh, and it, it, right now we're having all kinds of graduations. And I feel sad for the kids for what they just went through because most of them went through horrible education, totally pornographic uh, propaganda and so that's exactly what the government education has done. It's propaganda. They don't teach about the, the history of the country. They change the history of the country, and uh, they poison the minds of the kids. So seven is religion. Remove the belief in God from the government and schools. So we used to have prayer in schools. It was it was totally fine with the government. There was never an idea where the, the church should be separate from the state. Uh, it's It's a... The Religion is supposed to be a part of the marketplace. The separation of church and state was the statement was meant to be that the government would never have a national church. That's all it meant. But now uh, they've removed prayer from the schools. They've almost almost made the school campus a Jesus-free zone, and even removing scriptures off the buildings that were carved into the buildings from hundreds of years ago. So religion is being purged, and by the way, with the when they declared uh, that during the COVID uh, fiasco, the psyop, they told churches to shut down. They you saw how weak religion was when all the churches, except just a very, very small percentage, maybe less than one percent, point five percent, half a percent, maybe or less, maybe one out of every two hundred churches uh closed down and they were happy too they thought they were them in the government like good buddies and uh so that's what happened religion really has been bankrupted already and uh um, the same way the communists did although they did it violently here we just do it administratively and they just handle it they knew that pastors had no backbone in this country and uh, they were just playing a religious game so number eight, as we're coming to the close of our first 20-minute uh, segment, class warfare. They wanted to cl- create class warfare. Now, we, we're we not really talking about the old uh, Karl Marx thing of the poor, the working class ver- versus the elite. We're talking about white people versus colored people, uh, people of all kinds of colors. Um, people that are different genders, people that have mixed genders, people that uh, transsexuals versus straight people, they've just created, they've divided up, the, the they've done a wonderful job of dividing up and have everybody f- fighting with everybody. It said, Alinsky says, divide the people into the wealthy and the poor. This has gone way beyond that. They've gone much more sophisticated than Alinsky. This is back in the 1920s and 30s. Uh, so class warfare. This will cause more discontent, and it will e- even be easier to take and tax. Remember this: take and tax. When, when the when the government says we need to tax, that means they take. When they say they need to take, that means they tax. It's synonymous. So when when James Gallagher endorsed Prop 19, it's taking property from families. That's exactly what it boils down to. It's not just like oh, we're going to just adjust something. No, 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 no. It's taking property from from people that have that were good American people, worked hard all their life, saved their money, sa- sacrificed, worked double jobs, worked a farm, worked in worked in town, did all kinds of things to uh, to build up wealth to give to their family. And uh, James Gallagher and Saul Alinsky are on the same page. Take take it from people, and the way you take things from people in our economy. Like, uh, they don't charge you, they don't take your marijuana from you right now. What they do is take the money away from you. They tax it to death. They tax the liquor to death. They do a lot of things. So they said, uh, well, take take from the wealthy to support the poor. That's exactly what's going on. The wealthy are paying over 70% of all taxes in this country. I think it's even higher in in California. So this is a salt. if you want to look up more, there's a small little booklet Called rules for radicals and you can uh you can check that out and uh buy it and and read it and that was a huge influence over obama and over uh actually he uh i think saul alinsky died in about 1972 and uh so hillary clinton would have been in college then or just a little bit out of college and uh, she admired him and and all that kind of stuff so we're going to be right back we're going to talk about a couple of our sponsors in a minute, but we have got a couple of clips to come out. We're up. You say you're
2: for me. Got to, a got to get better in a little while. 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 The sun is going to shine.
7: Hi, I'm Gil Fulbright. The people who run my campaign, they've made this commercial, and I'm in it. This campaign, it's not about me. It's about crafting a version of me that'll appeal to you. A version that visits random work sites with paid actors pointing at things. A version of me that doesn't find old people (laughs) loathsome or pointless, has a conventionally attractive yet curiously still family. Listening to my constituents, legislating, these are things I don't do. What I do is spend about 70% of my time raising funds for re-election. I'd do anything to stay in office. My name's Gil Fulbright, but hell, I'll change my name to Phil Goldbright, or Bill Fulbright, or fill up my mouth with farts. These are the things that are important to me. And these are the fine people that finance my campaign. Now, in order to do these things, I have to stay in office. And stay in office, I have to keep these guys happy. Now, if any of these things make these guys unhappy, well, my hands are tied. So come November, the choice is clear. Do you want another spineless mouthpiece for special interest and in lobbyists? Or a spineless mouthpiece for special interest and in lobbyists? I'm Philip mouthful with farts, and I approve this message.
0: This is a setup, a warning of the ugliness to come. QUOTE, THE GREATEST WEALTH TRANSFER IN HISTORY IS HERE WITH FAMILIAR RICH WINNERS, END QUOTE. THAT'S THE NEW YORK TIMES, THE BIBLE OF THE LEFT, LAYING THE GROUNDWORK FOR THE SEIZURE OF YOUR MONEY. THEY DON'T THINK IT'S FAIR THAT OLDER PEOPLE ARE RICH. BABY BOOMERS, 60 TO 80 YEARS OLD, They've accumulated $78 trillion, mostly in real estate and stocks. Don't kid yourself. You didn't make that money by hard work, drive, brains and good judgment. Oh, no. As the Times says, you made it in part because of, quote, years of housing discrimination and a lack of access to financial tools and advice for people of color. End quote. Since the vast majority of baby boomers with money are white, their white children and white grandchildren will inherit the money. Thus, continuing racial inequality. This is a setup for a wealth tax. The socialist wing of the Democrat Party demands that you add up the value of all your stocks, bonds, houses, businesses, even your artwork. Then you have to fork over a portion of that wealth every year to the government. It doesn't matter whether your investments are up or down, just having money is the excuse to take it off you. They do not respect success. Think about this, you have saved, invested, you've done the right thing, you've worked hard and you plan to pass along what you've made. You are a successful American. So stand up and demand the respect you deserve.
1: The Dodgers have now caved. Yeah, there was this back and forth on whether they were going to have the sisters of perpetual indulgence, who were just a a bunch of dudes dressed like women, dressed like nuns, which is just not sacrilegious at all, uh, to their pride night. But then there was an uproar, and they're like, okay, we won't have them. But now they're having them, which is just a big, you know, middle finger to Christianity. But I mean, they don't care what Christians think. And Target, Target got a Satanist to design some clothing for them for Pride Month. And they put it all over their store, even in the children's section. Oh, but they also got bathing suits that are designed for a a bulge. I mean, can I? Um, And they put those in the children's section too. And has anybody checked to see if Starbucks is still not a fan of the Second Amendment? And Disney. (sighs) Disney is still being Disney. And Bud Light. (laughs) I think we all know what happened to Bud Light. So here's a thought, and I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, Maybe stop giving money to corporations that hate you. I mean, they, they really hate you. They hate your values. They hate your traditional family. They hate your love for America. They hate your love for God. And they really hate your love for individual liberty and freedom. But I really needed to buy that. But I really need it though. Oh my gosh, just stop being so needy. Listen, they won't tell you this, but I will. They need you more than you need them. And let's be honest, okay? Nobody likes needy.
2: Nobody. But I need it. Tough time for white guys with resting January 6th face, I'll tell you that. <laughs> not our year. Not our year. Well, time's up. You better start finding another ethnicity, you know? <laughs> I'm working on my accent now. People are like, you're just a f***ing white guy. <laughs> no, 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 sorry, no, yeah. <laughs> I ain't not where I am. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> if a man can say he's a woman, why can't I be ethnically fluid, you know what I mean? I know I look like I'm from Connecticut, but I feel like I'm from Bangladesh. That's just who who I am. I get masala, tiki masala twice a month. That's just who I am.
6: Hey, you know, when things break, I was just over at this E Street complex. We've been remodeling for oh, a little bit at a time for over a year, maybe a year and a half, and it's about ready for everybody to move into. We have a, some uh, programs we're going to run out of there for training people. And uh, I like it when I know people that can fix things. We're over there fixing a, a, kind of an overhang over a, uh, a second-story balcony that just rotted out from too much water over the years. And so we're uh, remodeling it and fixing this and fixing that and and, uh, just getting it perfect so we can move into. So uh, you may have some tools that are around the house that that you once loved to use, whether it's trimmers or weed eaters or mowers, or you may have a water blaster, you may have a generator, all kinds of tools, right? Power tools. And uh, if, you, if they broke or something's not working right on them, they're just not working right. And you wonder, where should I get this thing fixed? I don't want to send it back to the manufacturer. Maybe it's a chainsaw. Maybe it's your car. Maybe it's your truck. Maybe it's a, a uh, sandblaster, you know, it could be all kinds of things. Uh, maybe it's a trailer. that has got a hydraulic system and it's not working right. You can take all those things over to All Power Services over here at 1469 Stewart Road in Yuba City, 1469 Stewart. And there's a guy there named Will Fanning, and he runs that operation. It's called All Power Services. In other words, just like what I said, anything that's got power running to it or has power to man it, to run it. If it's just a push mower, he could probably even fix that. But the old push mowers, I used to mow my grandma's lawn, with, and the pushing all came from Lou. And it was really nice when they had the blade sharpened. So all power services is over there, 1469 Stewart. And you can reach Will at 530-844-0347. 530-844-0347. Text or call them. Very easy. Also, I wanted to mention um, Thrifty Router. I was just driving down the road today and pulled up at a stoplight. And right across the way was a Thrifty Router van. And I thought, well, they're out out solving somebody's problem. So Thrifty Rooters up here in Yuba Sutter, Nevada County, uh, Butte County, even down in De Placer, they do the city of Lincoln, which is quite a city nowadays. And uh, they are dispatched by some really fine ladies over here in Yuba City. And all you have to do is either dial them up, old school, at 530-673-8201 if you have a plumbing problem. 530-673-8201 Five three zero six seven three eight two zero one, or if you want to if you're a techie and you just love the internet you'd like to go on internet sites you can just pull them up at thriftyrooter.net thriftyrooter.net and they tell all about what they do it's not a philosophical thing they got a menu of things they do for you when they get out you know i think well i don't know whether they'll do this or not don't want if they do septic tanks, and I want if they clean out this, and just look there, and they'll tell tell you the whole menu. You can just check off what you need, and then you could send a, a little memo. Uh, instead of calling them, you could just send a memo, and it'll land right on the same desk as the phone call, and they will come right over. So you can go to thriftyrooter.net, and do all your business with them, or you could dial them up at 530-673-8201. They've been busy. These guys aren't just practicing or getting started. These guys have been around almost 50 years. That's just shocking. How That's amazing. So uh, you got a lot of businesses to start, and run a couple of years, and then they're gone, start and gone, start and gone, start and gone. But then you've got a lot of the businesses that we'll talk about today are been around for a long, long time. Well, I've been re- repeating this um, saying by Samuel Adams because it has got a it's got a hack it's got a control on my heart. And it says, if you love wealth better than liberty, that would describe most Americans. They don't think much about liberty; they just think a lot about money, 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 and stuff, toys. They would, they would, they would give up their liberty if they could just make sure that their jet ski or their hot rod, or their uh, off-road vehicle was was not going to be taken from them. Samuel Adams said to the people of his day, <clears throat> and he said this in 1776, right at the time of the Revolution, he was challenging some people that, that didn't get it. And they had the wrong mindset. He said, if you love wealth better than liberty, if you love the tran- tranquility or the peacefulness of servitude, You you love the peacefulness of being a slave better than animating an animating contest of freedom. In other words, a a slugfest of freedom. If you if you love wealth and if you love servitude more than freedom, he says, go from us in peace. In other words, we're not going to fight over you. We're not going to try to hurt you. We just don't want to be among you. We don't want to be with you. Go go somewhere else. May your chains set lightly upon you. And may posterity forget that you were our countrymen. So we don't want to be identified with you as Americans, free Americans. We don't want to be identified with you. So um, that's, it's really gripped my heart because they saw it just like we're seeing it now. Where They saw what was going on. This guy sent me this meme. It says, awake yet? Now, I've covered some of this. I've done like up to 50 of these predictions by the left that none of them came through. You think none, Lou, out of 50? I'm talking none. 50 predictions. I'm just going to give you five decades, one prediction each. That that was a legitimate prediction, and they argued for it and threatened people and caused fear in people. And uh, it did not come to pass. In the 1960s, they said oil would be gone in 10 years. It never happened. In fact, today we have... Knowledge of more oil reserves than they did back when they found it, even in the 60s. In the 1970s, it was said that another ice age would, would occur in 10 years. That would be in the 1980s, we should have another ice age. And so the prediction in the 1960s about oil being gone, that means in the 1970s, we should have run out of oil and parked our cars. They're all lies, people. They're just people that want to draw attention to themselves. And like the kid that screamed wolf, drew attention to himself, and there was no wolf. And so people ran out because they were were kind, good-hearted people. They ran out to assist this boy who was watching the animals. And when they got up there, he just laughed, 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 laughed. And then he kept doing that. And one day, when there really was a wolf, and they cried. Nobody came to his rescue. In the 1990s, remember those days? Remember the ozone layer? Said nope, the ozone layer is going to disappear. It's going to be gone in 10 years. You know, when you throw things out there far enough—10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 25 years—who's who can come against you? And unless you have a top scientist, so. Um, the ozone layer is going to be gone in 10 years. That means it would have been gone by year 2000. Here we are in 2020. Not many people talk about the ozone layer anymore. Do you know in the 1970s, do you remember I just said earlier, the 1970s, they were predicting an ice age. How did we get to this global warming? Remember acid rain? Yeah, acid rain. What happened to all that? 2000. Ice caps. Remember, this is a famous... Al Gore pitch, ice caps are going to be gone in 10 years, and they just keep changing the years. Do you think liberals hold these people accountable? No, because they just, they don't really care what they say. They just want to stop people from following a biblical lifestyle, right? Every one of these things resulted in more taxes. You know what the taxes were for? Oh, we need to prevent this we need to stop this we need to we need to find more oil we need to have alternative energy <laughs> we need to stop <clears throat> we need to stop the warming of the earth quit driving cars quit quit heating your oven quit warming your water you know just anything you can do quit making methane gas things quit doing activities that have methane gas supposedly that's all warming the earth Well, it's all foolishness. In fact, I just saw, you know, uh, oh, what's his name? The guy's name constantly escapes me. Uh, He wrote The Population Bomb in 1970, and people consider this guy uh, a hero, a complete genius like Einstein. And this guy, it was a PhD, I think, at Berkeley, UC Berkeley or Stanford. And... uh, The names are Paul and Ann Ehrlich. Paul and Ann Ehrlich. And he is still running around like the Rolling Stones. And people just think this guy is brilliant. Everything he said in the book was false. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it because I have other things to talk about. If you want to look it up and read some parts out of it, you can. Or you could actually probably find a a quick... A critique on it, uh, where you could like cliff note it if you're really into it. Paul and Ann Ehrlich. Totally a fraud. Complete fraud. And one of his guys he mentored, uh, I think his name was Haldeman or something like that. He, he became Obama's science czar. As I mentioned, Ehrlich, Paul Ehrlich is in his 90s now. But people still just They just hold their breath on every word. There's a picture of someone sent me uh, of Bill Gates. It said, this man now controls the WHO, that's World Health Organization, HHS, Health and Human Services, and Dr. Fauci. And the question is, they say, will he control you too? And then they describe what he is and what he isn't. They say he's not an engineer. He never finished college. He isn't a doctor. He's not an epidemiologist he's not a virologist he's unelected he's a documented thief he owns virus patents and he owns vaccine companies he visited epstein's pedophile isle island maybe more times than we can count i think over 20 times and yet this guy is running around influencing they he helped set up covid and he's helping set up other things. I don't know if you have Facebook or not, but uh, I have uh, – I still use Facebook for a variety of reasons. But there's been these ads, Camp Lejeune, Camp Le- Lejeune, Camp Lejeune. It's a marine base, I think. There, and there was another marine base before that. And I don't know what happened to these marine bases, but they poisoned their water supply. They didn't know – They didn't. the United States government did not remember that you cannot excrete where you eat. It will cause you to get sicko. So they've been advertising, hey, if you were at Camp Lejeune, then you have a class action suit. Let us know. Get on board. Sue the government, right? So uh, this says Camp Lejeune bottled water passes Bud Light in monthly sales. So I hope you get the point there. All right. Uh, So right near where I live is an area called Granite Bay. It's kind of a well-to-do area of California up in the foothills of the Sierra Nevada Mountain Range, east of Sacramento, the capital. It's called Granite Bay. It's up in the Rockland Folsom area. Uh, nice subdivisions up there, custom, very gated communities, etc. cetera. So there's a Granite Bay rugby club, and I guess they are uh, pretty good, and they are competing for the national championships, and uh, except for one of them. And I thought, oh, that's something. So one of their teammates, 17-year-old Tyson Wasser, is rehabilitating. You think, oh, wow, did he throw his knee out? Did he break his leg? Did he get hit in the face and break his nose? You know, rugby's tough, right? You, you have you get his teeth knocked out. That happens. All those happen. All those are typical injuries, right? Tear, tear a uh, ligament. In your ankle all those customary typical injuries and you have to go out for a while in rehab but at that age you can come back pretty quick but he didn't have any of those injuries and only i want i want you to think about if you particularly if you played sports I played sports of uh, each year in high school and a little bit in grammar school but I played on various teams basketball on various teams in high school because I liked i liked the action I wasn't that I wasn't that good but i Enjoyed playing. So, um, but during, <clears throat> during uh, my, I had a lot of athletic friends. So some played football. You know how it is. Some play all sports. Some play just one sport. <clears throat> some run track, you know. So there would be various injuries over the years. And some would uh, blow out their knee, have a knee surgery, <clears throat> break an ankle, uh, you know, tear a, pull a hamstring muscle. Never, and. In all the years I've been in school and since, have I ever heard of a 17-year-old, top-fit, tough guy have a stroke? He had a stroke on the field. About 10 minutes into the second half, according to his coach, Chris Miller, Tyson began to have numbness on the left side of his body. Miller says, if you watch the video... Our sideline is over to the right, and you can see he's trying to make his way over to our bench, but he keeps gravitating to the left. Obviously, his brain has been affected. Posing team helped him get to the right side of the field. Paramedics assisted him, and they saved his life. So listen to what they say. He said it was scary. It was one of the first times... I've ever been in that situation, Miller said. Now, coaches see hundreds and hundreds, sometimes thousands of kids, depending on how long they coach, uh, in their lifetime. They meet tons of kids. They're like icons coaches are. Most of the time, coaches are well-loved by their uh, athletes or student-athletes. So Miller says, it was very scary. It was one of the first times I've ever been in a in that kind of situation. It was pretty emotional when it happened, and he says, it still is for me. They say it, the stroke was caused by a blood clot in Tyson's neck. Now, how do kids get blood clots? He, and I, all the doctors, well, that Benninger, he doesn't know what he's talking about. People have blood clots all the time. I'm telling you, I'm just telling you, I, I did not take a survey all the United States. Usually if a, if a, a boy or a girl dies in an, a high school athletic, uh, competition, it's like national news. And now it's just happened every day. And, you, and so, uh, this boy is learning has, to, he has to learn how to walk again. He's taken physical occupational and speech therapy. Can't even talk. And, uh, it, you know, I'm just telling you, the jab did its job. The jab did its job. And all you that just said, oh yeah, you know, you take all you, know, you people taking the jab, not taking the jab, you're going to kill us, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. No, 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 no. It's just the opposite. Everything about COVID that they told you was right was wrong. That's called a psyop. The jab would let you get back into. Your normal routine of life. Take off the mask. You can mix it up. Go to grandma's. Take her out to dinner. You could do this, do that. Visit people in the hospital. Take you know. Don't have to stand apart from people. All that was untrue. I talked to a lady the other day uh, who was going to lose her license. It's a local lady here. Lose her license, or lose her a, a job as an R.N. One of the valley hospitals here. And uh, she said, Lou, I've had COVID three times since taking that jab. So now they're saying, before they said, oh, well, it'll fix everything. If just if you'll just comply with everything and take the jab, then, then we can all go back to normal. It was all a big lie, people. It was a fraud. And so now uh, people are stuck with the outcomes of dying, people not waking up. In fact, I, there was a guy... And uh, he never took said he took the jab, but I'm confident he did because one night at Saturday night at church, he and I were talking. He always came up where I was. We'd talk a little bit, worship together. Great guy, and he went to bed that night after going home, and he never awoke again. Said he had a heart attack. Well, the jab causes heart attacks. The jab causes strokes. The jab causes paralysis. The jab causes quick multiplying cancers. Uh, but a lot of times people are so embarrassed, they're so ashamed, they talked all cocky and they believe the medical prof- profession and now they're incredibly embarrassed that they actually, you you know, you, you hope to live a long life. Maybe it's for yourself or your spouse or you're for grandkids or great grandkids or you're involved in something philanthropic, you want to do something great. And then you absolutely you don't you would never think of suicide, but then you accidentally bel- do something that was advised by people you normally respect, and it snuffs your life out, paralyzes you, and uh, it's just horrible. And that's what our government did to us. Never again in our societies, in American society, will we trust the government like we did. We'll be right back. We finished our second segment. We have four segments to go. is running and my head is pounding.
8: Uh-oh. Looks like the flu bug's got you.
2: No. I think it's all that crystal meth I snorted. I'm <laughs> shaking like a chihuahua in a blizzard. Well, I know what you need. More crystal meth?
4: No, yeah.
1: tweaker. You need to come down off that high. You need
8: heroin PM. The nighttime sniffling, shaking, tweaking, aching, Beat Freak Fever, so you can pass out medicine.
6: Heroin PM, huh? I thought heroin was for movie stars and rock and roll entertainers.
8: (laughs) Nonsense, honey. Everyone's fancy enough for heroin.
6: Isn't heroin addicting? Yes. Wait a minute. This won't make me sluggish for work now, will it?
8: Well, don't ask me. Ask heroin PM spokesperson
1: Keith Richards.
9: How's it slowed me down? I've been taking heroin PM for years.
2: Now I still play the trumpet as good as I used to. Wait a minute. Aren't you the R- Rolling
5: Stones guitarist? Guitarist, right.
4: Like I said, honey, dive in. The heroin's fine.
5: <laughs> Gee,
4: thanks, honey. Don't thank me. Thank your new, honey. Heroin, P.M. Yeah. <laughs>
6: Thank you,
8: heroin PM. <laughs> heroin PM. The nighttime sniffling, shaking, tweaking, aching, crying, moaning, itching, hallucinating, heart racing, blood burning, mind scrambling, speed freak fever so you can pass out medicine. <laughs> Warning. May cost career in show business. Durham is a respected lawyer who was praised by both sides of the aisle when he was appointed under the Trump administration DOJ to look into how Russiagate, Russiagate, Russiagate got started. How did it come to be that the FBI spent years investigating Trump for collusion? That's, and and both sides said, this guy's a straight shooter, we'll trust him. Well, now he's out with his report and it's absolutely disgusting what he says the FBI did, the DOJ too. It's not about whether there are criminal charges. No criminal charges in Washington DC could ever be made against someone trying to bring down Trump. Durham tried, he failed. That jurisdiction went 95%, I think it was, for Hillary and for Joe Biden. There's no no chance of getting a proper fair hearing there. It's about what he says they did, and he's got the receipts to prove it, about how it was Hillary Clinton's campaign and her allies who got the whole lie about Russia started to distract from her own email scandal that was hurting her campaign. So it was well known. It was known by the FBI. It was told to the White House. It was known by the Russians that she was going to come out and accuse Trump via surrogates of colluding with the Russians to get elected in America. They knew it was lies. The FBI pursued it anyway. Time after time, what they did was they would get nonsense fed to them by their own operatives or Hillary's operatives. They would leak it to the press. Then they would use those press reports to go into the secret court where you get surveillance warrants and say, look, it was in the Washington Post. Look at this, it's all over the media. We should definitely get a warrant to go surveil this private American citizen who we're going to accuse of being a Russian agent working for Trump. And it worked. And they knew it was baseless. That's what has been told to us today. Yes, we've heard a lot of it before, but the details are absolutely shocking, like how the infamous P-tape finally got circulated. The alleged tape where Trump was said to have gone to this hotel in Moscow, presidential suite two prostitutes, and had them pee on him and or a bed that Barack Obama once slept on. It was all a lie. It was all a lie, and now we know that the person who got that started was a Hillary Clinton ally who went over to the hotel, who met with the manager, who saw the presidential suite, and now we know the presidential suite never hosted a Donald Trump, ever. He went to the hotel years ago, stayed in a different hotel room altogether. This guy, Hillary Clinton's ally, came back to the States, Gave this information to this guy, Danchenko, who then made sure it wound up in the Steele dossier. And it was used to hurt Trump, to get subpoenas, warrants, so on. Absolute crazy fraud was committed. And no one seems to care. They're much more interested in Giuliani's weird sex accuser.
10: In 1944, Corrie Ten Boom was thrown into a concentration camp for hiding 800 Jews. But for some weird reason, in Barracks 28, where Corrie and her sister were placed, they weren't bullied by the guards like the other people who were placed in the other barracks around. One night, Corrie's sister, Betsy, was leading them both in prayer. Lord God, thank you for the food, thank you for clothes, thank you for the word of God, and thank you for the fleas. Suddenly, Corrie shakes ahead and says there is no way I can thank God for the fleas they cause so much pain and misery but Betsy rather calmly replied the bible says give thanks in all circumstances and Corrie knowing that she was wrong said you're right I give thanks for the fleas in Jesus' name amen years later Corrie found out why the guards did not want to enter into barracks 28 they did not want to get bitten by fleas
11: the hardships you've gone through, if one of your really good friends, your former colleagues, came to you and said, I have this thing that is being covered up, and I think the American people need to know about it, what advice would you give them?
3: Oh, my God! I would tell them first to pray about it, long and hard.
6: And I would tell them I could take it to Congress for them, or I could put them in touch with Congress, but I would advise them not to do it. So you would legitimately try to protect one of your
11: colleagues from doing what you have done? Absolutely.
1: What an odd thing to say.
11: And how do you think that solves being able to shine light on corruption, weaponization, any kind of misconduct that exists with the American
3: people? It doesn't solve it. But the FBI will crush you. This government will crush you and your family if you try to expose the truth about things that they are doing that are wrong. And we are all
11: examples of that. I can't think of a more sobering way to end a hearing. I yield back.
6: You left me here. third segment you know when you need your car fixed i'm talking about the body the body of your car parts on the inside like seats broken or dash broken something but steering wheel brakes or window brakes uh you know won't roll up roll down you get a crash your car got in a fight Sometimes you just don't know who to go to, particularly when you move into a new community. You just don't know who to trust. You see people post on social media, hey, do you know who a good hairdresser is? Hey, who's a good barber? Hey, who's a good painter? Hey, who's a good, na- I need to get my nails done. need to go to a tanning salon. I need a... I need an auto body company. Well, if you're looking around and you don't know your way around this area, Yuba Sutter County's Allen's Auto Body, that's Kevin and Carrie Clark, husband and wife, and their two sons, grown sons, they all work together in Allen's Auto Body Business. They own it. And uh, they are a great group. They're honest, they're kind, and they're very helpful. And they are at the corner of Garden and Sutter Street. I'm I'm just giving you a right on the corner, so you don't even need to write down a number. Just Garden and Sutter and Yuba City. If you get down there between the two bridges between Marisol and Yuba City, it's on the Yuba City side. You're driving down the road on Sutter Street, you're going to see an incredibly bright canary yellow building and that's them, and uh, you can call them and make an appointment if you like, or you could just pop in there and see who's there five three zero six seven one ten fifty seven since six seven one ten fifty seven so uh, here's the cool thing you know i like to I like to work with people that have good moral values if I can find them right they're they're salt of the earth type people, and I like to work with people that are honest and treat me right and they're fun to deal with you know life has some enough negative stuff to where I like to just I feel good about giving my money to people when they fix something for me or help me with my, my life, my body, uh, my car, my house. I feel I just, it's not a downer for me to pay them because I think, hey, they help me. And I particularly feel really good when people have their lives invested that are patriots. They want They want good for the country. They're just good people. And so that's the, uh, that's the Clark family and, uh, that run Allen's Auto Body. So check them out. Give them a chance to uh, win your business. Also wanted to mention, uh, Dr. Cassidy and I uh, work together. Uh, Dr. Cassidy is a uh, family physician. He works nowadays for Peachtree Health. He used to be the county health officer uh, for over almost 30 years. He, he has a unique skill, and that is to work with addicts. And uh, he likes to work with addicts, not a lot of doctors do, but he just he does other things about he'll take care of just your general medical needs. but he and I tag team because we're friends and we have similar interests, and that's helping addicts get free from the bondage of addiction, no matter what the product is he got addicted on so um if you are struggling, in fact, I just got a text today over Facebook, and the lady says she has a fifty some year old brother who has some issues and uh, needed they need some help, and so that's what we're here for. That's the kind of response we want. So I took a guy to church the other night. He heard about us through the Narcan distribution, and so he also needed some help. So we took him to church with us and just to get to know him. So, but every week people are calling and coming into the office. So if you want to see Doctor, what we're recommending, all you addicts out there,
9: <clears throat>
6: male or female, if go see Doctor Cassidy. Don't give up. Don't don't. uh, I know it's discouraging if you want to get free and you can't get free. We can help you get free. So call up Dr. Cassidy and you can go through Peachtree Health. I'm going to give you three numbers, Peachtrees, Docs and mine. First, five, three, zero, seven, four, nine, thirty two, forty two, five, three, zero, seven, four, nine, thirty two, forty two. That's Peachtrees. If and then just say you want Doc Cassidy. And if they ask for the reason you need to see a doctor, just say uh, addiction. Right. Simple. So uh, if if somehow you can't get through and get an appointment that way, I'm going to give you Doc's number. It's a cell number, but please do not blow it up. Just text him and only text him once during the day. Do not text him at night or don't repeatedly text him. It's so rude. I know people do that uh, in this culture now. This And uh, don't do it, please. Here's his number. 530-682-8648. 682 682- Eighty-six forty-eight, and all you have to do is put your name your phone number and addiction and he'll call you back if you can't wait for him calling you back and you just want to get some answers right away and some some uh, guidance you can call me up or you can text me either way anytime of the night or day i don't care seven days a week just 530-713-1838 530-713-1838 okay so I tell you good resources on where you can find out stuff that, that will enlighten you or blow your mind and shock you because of the lies in the, from our government. Our government is actually deceiving us, trying to deceive us, local, state, and federal government. So I try to give you good resources. So I gave you churchofgladtidings.com, and if you go to that website, churchofgladtidings.com, and you go over to uh the icon it is it says media on it and just it'll pop down and just go to the conferences and there's all kinds of amazing topics in, in these conferences on everything you can imagine from from COVID to chemtrails to vaccines to uh voter manipulation, all kinds of great stuff over there. So I would recommend going there. The other place is a website called freedomcode.net. It stands for Freedom Coalition Network, but it we made it into a website freedomcode.net. The entire website is to provide you great information, timely information, fresh information every week. Uh so use that. All these things are very they're free for you. Okay, then I'm going to tell you about. Please, uh, for local people that are fighting against tax initiatives, go to Sutter County, say no to new taxes. Very simple, Sutter County, say no to new taxes. And then another one, Yuba College bond. Very simple, Yuba College bond, three words. And then put the hashtag and then five, like number, the number sign, and for five and then hyphen vote no. And then you can also go to live with Lou. Okay. Those are all websites. You're going to see stuff on that. You're not going to see anywhere else. And there, there's a lot of new material there throughout the week. Okay. So now I want to, there's been, you'll see on the churchofgladtidings.com website, lots of conferences that have been going on for the last three years when COVID started. So there's another one coming up that is absolutely mind blowing. And, um, very excited. It's called Bards Fest. And normally they conduct this elsewhere, like up in Oregon. That's where the owner of Bards Fest is, Scott Kesterson. He's an Oregon guy. And so Bards Fest is coming to uh to Yuba City to Church of Glad Tidings. It's a four-day gig, parts of four days. June seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. June seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. It's uh, it's the title this year is Bard's Fest, convening the war councils. So um, anyway, if you'll just go to bards, Bardsfm.com, bardsfm. dot com, b a r d s fm. dot com backslash, Bard's Fest backslash, you're gonna land right on the page, and this page is loaded. I'm telling you, it's red hot. And I've been checking it out today. So Bards, I'm going to give you the, the website, BardsFM, like fmradio.com, and then backslash after the com, and then BardsFest, B-A-R-D-S-F-E-S-T, and then backslash, and, this, and you can read this for yourself. Now, what I'm going to do, this is Scott Kesterson. He spent like several years in Afghanistan in Special Forces, He's a filmmaker. He's done lots of cool stuff. He was in special ops, uh, so he puts he's has a podcast that you could uh, you can look up and trace it and start listening. I think it's a daily podcast. So uh, here's the speakers: Dave Bryan, Dave, Dave and Cheryl Bryan are both going to be speaking. They pastor the church. That they've spoken all over the world and uh but I'm going to let you uh, check it out. he's run this church out there where these conferences are, and refused to shut the church down, withstood the governor of the state of California, everybody else so I'm just going to run over these uh, these folks, but there's a write up on each one of them, and they're not all here, but they're they're going to be added Pastor anthony thomas he's out of Naples, Florida. The interesting thing is he's a Marine Corps veteran, and uh, he leads a church. Uh, called tip of the spear church and he's coming out to to speak and then there's uh mark and tina wesson mark and tina wesson uh let's see they they they're teachers and kind of prophets and so they're going to be here but then there's an interesting guy named pete or doc chambers lieutenant colonel pete or doc chambers He's now retired, but he wasn't up in just a minute ago. They got they canned him from the military. Pete Chambers, Special Forces, joined the Army in 83, served in, in the, uh the Army for 39 years, including active duty reserves and National Guard. He has served as an infantryman, paratrooper, green beret, and a special operations flight surgeon. That's why they got the doc. He has been awarded the Purple Heart from wounds received in combat, the Bronze Star, the Meritorious Service Medal, and the Combat Medical Badge. And then he got fired. How do you get fired after all that? That's because you got a pussy government running it. Doc Chambers has testified as a fact witness in Liberty Council's Seals versus DOD case and has served as a spokesman for the patient advocate Bulldog. He retired in May of 2022 after being fired from being from doing informed consent and becoming a whistleblower for senator ron johnson i think he's going to be good now if you've ever heard of the shack the guy that wrote that co-wrote the shack former pastor for 20 years brad cummins out of cummings out of southern california put together the shack movie it grossed over 100 million dollars it's the first uh the shack was the first privately published or self published title to ever make the new york times bestseller list as number one uh the shack is a must read and the movie's wonderful so uh he's he's got all kinds of credit he's an author screenwriter film producer publisher editor conference speaker uh pastor to pastors he's i think he's uh he does broadcasting probably podcasts, films anyway he's going to be there Brad Cummings okay and then Sh- Shemaine Nugent, you, you re- recognize that last name, Nugent? Well, that's because she's married to Ted Nugent. She said, I'm married to a rock star. And um, so she's going to be there. She's an, a best-selling author in the New York Times, been an expert in health and fitness. She has been featured on all these different places, C-Span Entertainment Tonight, Fox. Now hosts Faith and Freedom on Real America's Voice, Voice Network. Uh she she has a best selling wild game cookbook, Kill It and Grill It, with her husband, uh Ned Ned uh, Ted Nugent. Her book, Four Minutes to Happy, is a bestseller on Amazon. So uh Shemaine is a warrior and a disciple of Christ. She's coming. She's gonna be there. I think she's gonna be great. And then there's a guy named Dr. Doug Frank. I haven't met him. I feel like I should because I the uh, uh New State California people invited Doug Frank here. The media hacks him on, on the uh internet. They call him a, a science, a high school science teacher. This guy has he's a he's like a Nobel Prize uh nominee. Uh he's a leading, he has he, he has uh featured in cover articles in leading scientific journals of the world, science, nature all kinds of stuff during his graduate and postdoctoral work. He discovered and developed a new type of microscopy capable of producing three dimensional images of molecules resting on metal surfaces. This guy, he's a very cool guy. He, we had him here speak. I didn't, not we, not me, but the Cal, the uh, new state people had him here speaking. He also spoke to our, uh, our two sheriffs in Southern U- Yuba County about the fact that he looked at our, uh, he analyzed our voting systems and found both and sutter voting systems uh, full of of uh not fraud so much but inaccuracies and somebody had monkeyed with them he's not accusing the uh the local clerks but uh they're not accurate the, the 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 electronic systems and he he's the type of guy he's he's a physics genius so he's going to have some breakout he, sessions as well. He helped to establish the Schilling School for Gifted Children in Cincinnati. He he also teaches. It's a K through 12 school for extraordinarily gifted youngsters. But he's going to do some breakout sessions on voting uh, fraud, and uh, he's got a PhD in surface electroanalytical chemistry from the University of Cincinnati in 1990. He's going to be here. He's a very, I, I tell you, if you hear this guy speaks, he breaks down complicated things to really simple. Even guys like me can understand. I saw him on video. He's a, he's a really cool guy. Joe Vega is going to be here. He's a uh, sergeant major, retired, uh, uh, currently serving as deputy director for the National Center for Urban Op- Operations in Fort Hamilton, New York, dedicated to providing expertise and insights to leaders operating in asymmetric Threat environments of dense urban terrain. Listen, this guy's got every wounded star you can. This guy's been shot up, man. He's got all the flavors of uh, of medals. He served at the 7th Special Forces Group as a sniper and team sergeant. He also served for 20 years in 1st Special Forces Operational Detachment Delta. Vega was part of the team that is depicted in the movie Black Hawk Down. Uh, he's a member of the 1st 75th Ranger Battalion Re- after retiring from Sergeant Major 1st Special Forces Operational Detachment Delta. Bega helped establish the Improvised Explosive Device Task Force field team for the conflicts in Iraq and Afghanistan. Served as a senior. Da, da, da. This guy, listen, you should come just for this guy. He received two Silver Stars, two Purple Hearts, five Bronze Stars, and the V Device. The Legion of Merit, the Combat Infantry Badge with two stars, Halo Jumpmaster with one star Combat Jump, and Static Line Jumpmaster with one star Combat Jump. Listen, uh, these people are one-of-a-kind folks. One-of-a-kind folks. And uh, let me see if there's anybody at the bottom here. We don't have them all on here. I think they're still waiting for some photos and some bios. Uh, So I'm just double-checking. So anyway... If you go on here, uh, you could probably go to churchofgladtidings.com, go to events, and find it there, and click over, and it'll take you right over to Bard's Fest 2023. But it will tell you how to sign up for tickets. Now this this is so cheap, it's embarrassingly cheap. They want everybody to get involved, and uh, when you click on Get Bard's Fest Tickets now, it says this is so cool, this is God's event. You determine the price per ticket that you would like to donate. I'm going to donate for a bunch of people. We are asking for a minimum donation of $5 per ticket. They'd like you to just come in and give $100, right, per person. It's four days. Portions of four days. It's amazing. You can dip in, dip out. You can get up to seven tickets per transaction. Each ticket is good for the full four days of Bards Fest event. Children under 12 are free. Your donations are what make the events possible uh, if you cannot afford to purchase tickets please contact contact us at tickets at bardsfm.com if you can't afford so please afford right everybody should have some skin in the game this is about taking the country back to where we need where we need it to go. Okay, and the people that are attending here, this is what this is all about. This is like just not people talking heads talking at you. It's really about building relationship to these people and figure out where we're all headed and how we can work together. So that's Bards Fest 2023, June 7th, 8th, 9th and 10th at Yuba City, California. That's Sutter County, 1179 Eager Road. We're just 45 minutes north of the Sacramento airport. You can fly in there and you can get a hotel near the airport if you want or in Sacramento drive up or you can get some hotels. We don't have a huge number of hotels that are nice up here, but uh, you can get uh, hotels in Chico, Sacramento, Yuba City and uh, land up here. It'll be a great four days. Uh, Food's easy to come by around here and we'll make it easy. So um, anyway, it'll be a party and you'll get to know a lot of cool people so we're coming up to the end of our uh third or what the half first half of the show but come to bard's fest 2023 uh scott kesterson you know he got a he started this little podcast years ago and now it's i don't know what he told me it's in 21 countries and millions of followers it's it's unbelievable so god has blessed him and and uh, are actually even if you don't think god's blessed him a lot of people like what he's got to say so uh you can check it out bards fm or bards fest okay if you just do i just was searching around i wanted to talk about it today so i did a little search and just boom found it first click that's the way it should be on the internet. So, okay, we're gonna be back, and we got a few clips for you right now, and then we will uh, we'll be right back.
9: I feel alive again,
7: they'll let me drive again. They're letting me drive again,
2: I feel alive again, they'll let me, me drive again.
7: They're letting me drive again, I feel alive again, they'll let me drive again.
9: Slavery has been a universal institution for thousands of years, as far back as you can trace human history. And what we're looking at is if slavery is something that happened to one race of people in one country, when in fact the, 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 the spread of it was around the world. In, ni- in seventeen seventy six which is when Adam Smith published The Wealth of Nation, as mm-hmm. well as when the United States got started, he said that Western Europe is the only place in the world where there is no slavery. And even the Western Europeans had vast numbers of slaves in the Western in the, Hemisphere, yes. but not in Western Europe itself. And so if you're going to have reparations for slavery, it's going to be the greatest transfer of wealth back and forth. Because the, the number of, of whites, for example, who were enslaved in uh, North Africa by the Barbary pirates, exceeded the number of Africans enslaved in the United States and in the American colonies before that put together. But nobody is going to North Africa to ask for reparations because nobody is gonna be fool enough to give it to them.
2: I am a MAGA Republican. And as a MAGA Republican, I want to make America great again. Sleepy Joe says we are the greatest threat to the democracy and to the Republic that we know and love, but the only threat to our beautiful country is the sleepy senile creepy old fool who can't put on his jacket can't control his bowel movements can't walk up the stairs and can't ride a bike we want to make america great again while the radical left-wing nutjobs want to tear apart our country fiber by fiber rip it apart at the seams and wash away and wipe away the greatest country the world has ever seen WE ARE ALL MAGA REPUBLICANS, AND TOGETHER WE WILL MAKE AMERICA GREAT AGAIN. WE'RE NOT JUST MAGA, WE'RE ULTRA MAGA, AND WE'RE GOING TO TAKE BACK OUR COUNTRY, AND IT STARTS TODAY, BELIEVE ME.
3: JOINING US NOW WITH MORE REACTION, FORMER FBI SPECIAL AGENT NICOLE PARKER. NICOLE, THANK YOU SO MUCH FOR JOINING US. Um, YOU KNOW, LAST YEAR, uh, THERE WAS SORT OF A CHILLING EFFECT, WASN'T THERE, WHEN, I, I REMEMBER THE ATTORNEY GENERAL GARLAND, Put out a memo, kind of putting everybody in the FBI on, on notice. What did you take when you saw that memo that he put out?
4: Jason, we all remember this. Um, I, it was in August of 2022 and we received several emails in one day, which was, you know, kind of different. And we all remember that there was one particular email that discussed um, reaching out to Congress and, you know, the restrictions and the, you know, directions on FBI employees reaching out directly to Congress, and I think a lot of us were very confused by it. We were wondering, why are are we receiving this? Um, But you didn't even want to ask. You didn't even want to go to the legal department to ask, what it meant because then that might imply that maybe you had a question, and then it put a target on your back. Um, But it was very obvious that a lot of employees were very disturbed by that, and it kind of gave a chilling effect. Do not speak up, and although they say that's not what that was for, that's how many people felt.
3: Yeah, right. Yeah, I got to tell you, as somebody who was in Congress and involved in oversight, uh, I got to tell you, it was outrageous that they did that because I think it was, there. My personal opinion, the one number one thing it was supposed to do is intimidate people from who were thinking about coming forward, saying, "Don't you dare! You're going to hate it. It's going to ruin your career." Nevertheless, now that, look, I I used to think that it was just a couple of people at the top top of the food chain that were the problem, but it seems more pervasive than that. What's your perspective? How pervasive is this politicalization of the Department of Justice and specifically the FBI?
4: You know, I've always believed that it does start at the top in Washington, D.C. It starts in the top and it starts with executive management or those on the seventh floor, and it kind of trickles down. And I think that the the thing with the FBI is that it used to be more of a criminal agency, and from you know the difference that post nine eleven, it turned into kind of more of an intel agency, and there's a big drive for intelligence, and that seems to be the side of the house that tends to have a lot of the the issues and concerns. I, I think it would be best if the FBI just got back to fighting crime. There are so many amazing agents that are fighting crime. You know, we celebrate National Police Week this week. My very dear friend, Special Agent Laura Schwarzenberger, was killed in the line of duty protecting children from a child predator. Yeah. That is what the FBI should be doing. While she's doing that, in the meantime, there's people up in D.C. that are politicizing the FBI, and it's it's just completely disrespectful to her, to her and, and tarnishes her legacy. It's it's not okay.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Peter Strzok is in charge of counterintelligence for the United States. He sends 10,000, 10,000 text messages to somebody he's evidently having an affair with. He's obviously not focused on, you know, counterterrorism, maybe like the Chinese and the Russians, what they're actually doing, and then trying to go after and make sure that Donald Trump doesn't become the president. That's not counterintelligence. That is counter to what he should have been doing as a senior person.
6: Welcome back, and uh, thank you for hanging in there with us. We've got uh, three more segments to go. And at the start of this segment, I want to highlight uh, my friend Nellie Garcia, who is a whiz at, at doing legal stuff. Some people just spell the word legal or law and get a headache. She doesn't. She loves it, and uh, she lives and breathes legal seven days a week around the clock. She she uh has her own business called North Valley Paralegal. She's almost uh she was working at finishing law school, but she got so busy doing legal stuff that uh you can actually take advantage of that and all her expertise. She's been at it for years, and many attorneys turn people over to her that they don't they, they get too busy and they say, hey, just go see Nellie. Or they retire and they they turn all their business over to her instead of another attorney. So She's sharp. Here's the things you want. And don't you want this in all your relationships? You want somebody that's honest, right? If you could pick it, right? You think, oh, who would you like to do business with no matter what kind of business you were doing? Most people want to do some somebody that they like. Like, life's too short to always deal with somebody that's banging on you, you know, being hard on you. You want somebody that you like. You want somebody that's honest, somebody that's nice to you, and somebody that actually gets the job done and has a good outcome right, at a reasonable rate, right? Isn't that win, 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 win? Five wins there? North Valley Paralegal can do it for you, and they're easy to find. They're right off Highway 20 in Yuba City at 1110 Civic Center Boulevard, Suite 202A. If you drive in the parking lot and see the suites for the 200 building, and 202A, you think, oh, that there's a guy named Nielsen there. Maybe she went out of business or moved. Nope, he moved. He went out of business, Jim Nielsen. But they haven't removed a sign. So uh anyway, just find two oh the building two hundred and see two oh two A and go in there. Uh, if you want to call ahead, you might make an appointment. It might make it easier for you and her. And you could dial her up at 530 9289 751 9289. Yeah, I was just over at uh At this East Street complex, we're putting some finishing touches. And I was talking to one of the contractor types over there, and I was asking him, I keep buying things, and they keep coming up missing over there. And isn't that true today if you leave anything outside your house? I mean, I've had shoes, used shoes, I've had used shoes stolen off my front porch, I've had hoses taken, all kinds of stuff just taken. Car broken into when it's unlocked in my garage, car broken into, locked in my garage by taking a hammer and knocking the window out. Just, you know, people breaking in my garage, catching people. I've caught people in my garage. Unbelievable. Just, it's just constant. So never has there been a time when you had to fend for yourself. So some sometimes people get guns. Sometimes people get chemical sprays. Sometimes people hire professionals to hook up a technology system where they can film who's coming around their house. Sometimes people just call for advice. Sometimes they have a ranch and they got 150 acres. They can't they can't manage it all the time. They they got people stealing their food products, their nuts, and their truckloads of nuts hauling tens of thousands of dollars of product away. They steal their fuel, they steal their copper uh, off their pumps. It just it just a, I even had I was farming some Pomegranates and I had them cut the, uh, the valves off the uh, PVC pipe, big three, four-inch PVC pipe, cut these brass valves and stole the valves, and I'm sure they took them and recycled them. Nobody even asked them where they got them. Just cut them right off, sawed them right off, stole all the valves in the field, 18 acres. So uh, if you need some help and you're exasperated and you need some help, called Monty over at Elite Universal Security. That's here in Yuba County, but it doesn't matter what county you're in. If you can hear my voice, he's probably doing jobs up in that county. He started in Yuba County. He lives in Yuba County, but he works, his people work all over Northern California. What do I mean by that? Well, all the way up to Wairica on the border of Oregon. That's amazing. I was shocked when he told me that. He said, Lou, we got so much going on up in Butte County, which is north of Yuba Sutter, he said, we just need more workers. So he'll even put you to work. If you want to be in the guard business, maybe you ran out of money. You retired from some profession, and you think, wow, I thought I had enough money set aside, but these costs are ridiculous. Remember the days when you used to be able to go out and get a burger or something, burger and a drink for like five bucks, <laughs> and now it's twenty. It's like, whoa. Right? So anyway, uh, he'll put you to work. Or if you need some help, he will help you. And he's a great guy. He's he's passionate. In other words, it's just not a job to him. He cares about people, and he'll care about your situation. And he's had stuff happen to him as a business. That people tried to steal from his business, broke into mailboxes, right? I mean, we're all susceptible. We're all out there getting, getting this craziness happening to us. So uh, Elite Universal Secure, uh, sorry, Elite... EliteUniversalSecurity.com is the, uh, the website. If you want to go to it, you can call them up 530-749-0280. It's a, they have a dispatch center there. So you can probably call them every day of the week. Anytime 530-749-0280. Monty works normal work hours. Uh, but you could leave a message there, of course. And, uh, if you if you are getting a gun, lots of people are buying guns because they're concerned, you know, and they're get, they're buying chemicals to spray. Sometimes the ladies, and, and maybe even the guys, they don't want to pack a gun. It's too dangerous. They think they they're not comfortable with it, so they they buy a bottle of spray of some type, chemical spray or pepper spray. So they help you train on how to use that stuff and the guns, so they can help put you through the gun class. They got a range. If you think, man, I've never shot a gun or I, I shot one 25 years ago, or I'm not good at shooting a gun. The important thing, if you're going to shoot, if you're going to shoot a gun to protect yourself is to shoot somebody, <laughs> you know, if somebody's messing with your, your, your life, uh, you better dial it in so they can help you. Five, three, zero, seven, four, nine, zero, two, eight, zero. Give them a shout out. Let's get back to business here. We got, we got a couple more uh, segments. We've got two and a half segments to go. And, um, uh, we're going to call it a day. So uh, I want to talk about De- Deutsche Deutsch Bank. You know, there's banks and then there's banks. You know, there's l- these small local banks. I've tried to deal with the local banks here over the years, and then they get bought out, and then I end up with a big bank. But, you know, then you have these really big banks that are like international banks. Deutsche Bank is kind of that kind of bank. Deutsche Bank just paid. Can you imagine? You ever been fined, had to pay a fine? like a fine for a ticket or maybe you didn't pay your some payment on time, you had to pay a fine or you, you got in trouble with somebody and went to court, had to pay some court fees. Deutsche Bank paid, is paying, they agree to pay $75 million to the in a settlement with the victims of Jeffrey Epstein. So a group of ladies filed a class action suit uh, against Deutsche Bank. Why would they go after Deutsche Bank? Because the bank, they claim, knew what was going on and they benefited financially from Jeffrey Epstein's pedophilia. That means having sex with underage goyles or boys. So Deutsche Bank has agreed to a multi-million dollar settlement, federal lawsuit, just what I said. Um... Uh, They're gonna they're gonna get seventy five million, except the bombshell deal still leaves J P Morgan Chase. We got we got a uh, we don't have a Deutsche Bank here, but we have a Chase Bank here, and there is another suit against J P Morgan Chase that they're gonna have to defend themselves uh, against Epstein accusers in Manhattan uh you you've seen jamie diamond d-i-m-o-n diamond jamie diamond is the ceo of jp morgan he's appeared before congress testifying about all kinds of topics he's a big shot this is a big bank so these ladies got some attorneys and and they're throwing down on all these people and god bless them i i hope they prevail So they're going to they're deposing Jamie Dimon. That means he's got to testify in front of all the attorneys, not not in front of a court yet. The deposition is in relationship to the lawsuit filed by the government of the U.S. Virgin Islands. You know, do you know that the secretary of state of the Virgin Islands filed a lawsuit and then she got canned by the Virgin Islands governor? How about that? You talk about politics because she knows Epstein was a dirty boy. And she filed a lawsuit against these banks. So uh, these women are all go- going after these big banks because they were complicit. It's kind of like where somebody shoots somebody and then you drive them away from the crime, or you provide them the ammo in the gun. So it says under the deal, victims of Epstein who were affected by his sex trafficking during the times when he was a customer of Deutsche Bank from 2013 to 18, they'll receive at least 75000 each, up to $5 million each, depending on the evaluation of their claims. Dylan Riddle, the spokesperson for Deutsche Bank, would not comment. Uh but noted that his bank has spent more than €4 billion euros to strengthen internal financial controls. In other words, he said, oh, we didn't really know what we were doing. Oh, really? I doubt it. In recent years, Deutsche Bank has made considerable progress in remedying a number of past issues. He pointed out that in 2020, when J.P. Morgan agreed to pay a $150 million fine to New York's financial regulators for its involvement in, with the Epstein and other matters, Deutsche Bank had noted, we acknowledge our on boarding Epstein in 2013. Epstein moved from one bank to another, and both of them are getting sued. Thank you, Jesus. Hope they all collapse. So it says, Deutsche Bank also knew. Listen to this, people. When you look at television or you look at the Internet and you see some of the top people in the world, most of those people are dirty dogs. Many of them are pedophiles and having children for sex. Deutsche Bank knew that Epstein would use means of force. Can you imagine the bank knew Epstein would use means of force, threats of force, fraud, abuse of legal process, exploitation of power disparity, and a variety of other forms of coercion to cause young girls and young women to engage in commercial sex acts. It's amazing. We, we hire these prostitutes on our streets and throw them in jail. And these guys get away with it for years and years and years. We have people that are in the Clinton administration and in the Obama administration, which when Hillary Clinton uh, was the secretary of state, people who worked for her were pedophiles and they were covering up their sex with underage boys. Knowing that this says knowing that they would earn millions of dollars from the facilitating Epstein's sex trafficking and from its relationship with Epstein, Deutsche Bank chose profit over following the law, the suit added. Specifically, Deutsche Bank chose facilitating a sex trafficking operation in order to churn profits. These people deserve to go to hell. They don't deserve to just pay fines. These people need to go to hell. Do you even care about this anymore? You know, we still pee, we put poor pedophiles in, in jail and in prison here in California. By, in our local northern... I don't know what they do down in San Francisco, Sacramento, L.A. We put pedophiles in jail for years and years and years. And these people walk... They, they had Jeffrey Epstein when he got busted a number of years ago on house arrest. He could go leave and come in certain times. It's unbelievable. In fact, the judge that, that was on his case went to Epstein Island and partied with him. It's totally corrupt. I'm telling you people, the legal system, we don't have an institution in the United States of America that isn't corrupted today. They're all corrupt. The FBI doesn't have a few bad apples. It is, it, it's like, it's like if you, I I opened uh, some fruit the other day. Some, uh, they were blueberries. They were fresh blueberries and I didn't get to them fast enough. And the ones on the top look pretty good. But when I pulled them out, I could see that there was all kinds of, uh, there was like, it was living under there. And I had to toss the whole thing because they were all affected the FBI is affected. They even the underlings are liars. They come into the the uh, the House subcommittees, and and the under. Oh, I'm proud of the FBI. Oh, I'm. I'm I tell you, I'm not. I'm, something happens, involving a. Uh, anyway, I'm. I'm going to go on here and tell you the story here. Following the termination of his banking relationship with J.P. Morgan after he got sued over there. In 2013, Epstein subsequently became a customer of Deutsche Bank. Prior to that, Epstein had been a customer of J.P. Morgan from 1998 to 2013. That's a long relationship. Boy, they were cashing in on Epstein. Deutsche Bank picked up exactly where J.P. Morgan quit and became the bank that Epstein needed to fund his sexual abuse and sex trafficking operation. Listen, this wasn't just some big wealthy dude that had some parties Down in this island, out in nowhere, that was lawless. This guy had people that you would know them. Bill Gates was a constant guy down there. Oh, maybe over 20 times. Bill Clinton was down there all the time. And in one of the rooms in in one of Epstein's, um, maybe it was over in New York at his uh, large house in New York. There's a portrait of Bill Clinton dressed in a blue dress. You know, the blue dress with semen on it. Monica Lewinsky's. There's a portrait painting of Bill Clinton uh, reclining on a chair in a blue dress. It's just I mean, these people are sick, old man. You know, the pedestal brothers that worked for Clinton. The One of the Pedestra brothers, I always get their names confused, the two of them. His house, you know, I don't know what you decorate your house with. His house is decorated with portrait after painting after painting after painting of of little children in sexual poses. These people are twisted. I don't these people are twisted. You remember that the gal that used to work for Hillary Clinton, her husband was he an Epstein or Weinstein? He was Weinstein, I think. And he was married to a very beautiful woman that worked for Hillary Clinton, her, her like assistant. And he was an assemblyman in the, in, in the state of New York. And gals outed him. He was sending pictures of his genitals around. I'm telling you, it isn't just a handful of people. We have a, a major meltdown sexually in this country. It affects everywhere. It's everywhere. It, we found it here in Sutter County, our Sutter County government. It's probably in Yuba County government. Wife swapping, swinger parties, uh, watching young girls have sex, uh, underage girls have sex with their, their partners, and masturbating while you watched it. We're talking about government officials. We're talking about sexual abuse in the DA's office, in the Sutter County DA's office. Uh, listen, it's throughout, it's, it's rot. The only way out is for people to repent. The Bible talks about repenting and asking for ref- uh, forgiveness and uh, get your life straight. Come, come, having to come to Jesus moment. This thing of just like, oh, it's going to blow over. It ain't blowing over, people. It is not blowing over. This thing is rotten. It's the the, the Washington D.C.'s rotten. Our White House is rotten. It's cr- I mean they there's even stories from the '80s when Ronald Reagan would have a party and they would have boy prostitutes. We're talking boys, little boys, young boys, underage. Come come up there. I'm not saying Reagan was hitting on them. I don't know. But there were people there that were looking for boys to have a night with. And certainly that was going on with the Obamas. I mean, you know, there's no way you can put two men portraying themselves as women, the Obamas, men and women, man and wife, and get a blessing from God out of that deal. We're in trouble, people. Epstein was an American financier and convicted sex offender who was found dead in his cell. Remember, he supposedly killed himself while waiting trial on sex charges. Listen, people, you know, the American people just believe this stuff. They say, oh, well, you know, yeah, we we had him in a, a suicide cell. We watched him on film, but somebody forgot to turn the cameras on. And then the guys forgot to check on him every so many, you know, they check on him. I'm at juvenile hall and they check on the kids every few minutes if they're in their cell and, uh, and they check and they actually do it with a computer monitor and everything. And, and they just dropped all the protocols it said the charges against him were extensive, including conspiracy to commit sex trafficking, sex trafficking of minors and conspiracy to commit forced labor. He was denied bail and was held in a federal jail. His black book of all the people. Why wouldn't they prosecute all those people? No, no, they just certain people. You, they just there's no laws for those people. There's no laws. Hillary Clinton gets away with murder. I'm telling you, murder. Bill Clinton gets away with murder we talking murder, not, not like close to murder, murder. Be right back. My love will follow
10: you, will follow you, babe, as the years go passing by.
5: Another adversary of
8: ours who's anywhere near as good as the Russians is China what? <laughs> so why should Russia have all the fun and since Russia is clearly backing Republicans
4: literally acting
10: like you had just had a f-ing
8: lobotomy why don't we ask China to back us I hereby tonight ask China that's to... right and not only that China if you're listening Why don't you get Trump's tax returns? I'm sure our media would
11: richly reward you. (laughs) I spent quite a lot of time working with Democrats over the last decade. And one of the things that I found very difficult was that I was trying to help the people that I was consulting with, let's say, pull the party to the center away from the grip of the woke radicals. And I, did, I wouldn't say I had a lot of success on that front. I had some success, for better or for worse. But I got very tired of having to watch every bloody thing I said. You know, because I would rather be around people where I can just say what I think, and sometimes that's a joke, and sometimes it's harsh, and sometimes it's real harsh. And But I can do it, and they can do it, and that's just fine. And this sense of walking on eggs constantly gets extraordinarily wearing. But there's something deep and horrible about that because, you know, people think that when you're in a totalitarian state, the reason that the state is totalitarian because everyone is the victim of top-down pressure from tyrants. And that's completely, that's not how it works at all. A, A state becomes totalitarian when every single person is lying about absolutely everything all the time. And you said that you started to experience that in New York because you had to pretend all the time. You had to watch your language, you had to couch what you say and you did because you were afraid of how other people would react. And that is the totalitarian ethos. And when that's distributed across the population in general, you still have tyrants who are in control, but they're just mouthpieces of that more generalized lie. And. You know, I've traveled a lot in the last three or four years, and I've been in places that were very woke. And I would say Toronto was first and foremost among them. Worse than New York, worse than San Francisco, worse than L.A., worse than Washington. Uh, A sense of real oppression descended on me, arriving, say, back in Toronto airports, and a sense of real freedom emerged going to places like, well, Tennessee, Texas, Florida, where I could say what the hell I wanted and everyone wasn't half insane. Yeah, well, I felt the same thing with regard to the professoriate and the influx of the woke administrators. It's like, look, you guys, you have tenure. You are the most protected people in the world.
1: Right, be brave. You have
11: this privileged position. Well, it's, it's your, uphold your bloody ethical responsibility. The price you pay for your tenured privilege is the requirement that you speak your mind at at right. whatever risk that poses to you now the, the culture has done everything it possibly could to ameliorate that risk for you everything it can and you, yet you don't have enough courage to oppose you know the hr person who's pushing forward a diversity inclusivity and equity proposal it's like while well, we We can't say anything about that. We have to go along with what the administration wants. You know, what happened in the universities is so interesting to watch. And I watched this over a 30 year period. The first thing that happened was the administration took over the universities and that's well documented. All you have to do is look at the statistics that show how much the administration increased in terms of uh, sheer numbers compared to how much the professoriate or the student body increased. And you see a massive increase in administrators and no, a slight increase in students and almost no increase whatsoever in fact, And the reason that happened was because the administrators pushed and they could see a good thing when they had one and they figured out how to pick the future pockets of their students in a parasitical manner. But, and so that's on the administrators, but the faculty allowed it to happen just like the bloody Republicans have allowed the woke mob to take over the education system. Exactly the same thing. So it's on the faculty, as far as I'm concerned, cowards, cowards, thousand micro retreats or 10,000 micro retreats. But then what happened, and this was so bloody interesting is that once the administrators had taken over the university, the woke mob used the same tactics to take over the administration. And it probably took 30 years for the administrators to take over the university. It took like four years for the woke mob to take over the administration. And that's where we are now. And that's, for me, that's 100% on the faculty because it was their job to to not allow this to happen. And so, and these people that you're talking about, I can understand why people are afraid of being singled out and mobbed, you know? But if you're a journalist or an academic or a politician, you know, you're someone on the front lines of the culture war, it's your bloody ethical responsibility to put yourself at some risk to say what you believe to be the truth. And so, you know, I might get mobbed. Well, that's a reason, but it's not an excuse.
1: Yeah, I just, I, my thinking on them was, what is the point of you? What is the point of you doing this job? What is the point of any of this if you're not able to speak really basic truths? And
4: it's gonna get harder. You
2: my dreams come true.
6: One thing about life you can learn from the Bible, maybe you already knew it without the Bible, everything comes to pass. It doesn't matter how difficult or good or wonderful or horrible things are, everything comes to pass and changes. And you may move into a brand new house, or you may move into a house you fixed up, you put in new bathrooms, new kitchens, you did this, you did that 20, 25 years ago, or you painted it five, eight years ago, and... You look around and think, ah, this place needs painted again. I got to redecorate this. We got a little leak over here. We are overlooking at stuff at the E Street Project. That that building's over 100 years old. And old Vic over there is helping me. He says, Lou, we're just going to constantly have to do maintenance on this. I said, dude, I have to do maintenance on my body. I have to do maintenance on my car. I'm maintaining everything, dude. And so... Uh, there's a time when you just got to go and do a major overhaul to just get things back in order because everything comes to pass and wears out the paint falls off the caulking falls out the light bulbs burn out the fixture goes to pot you know the get mold in the bathroom so if if it's time for doing a Whole house redo where you're going to say, Man, let's just like let's stay here for another 15, 10 or 15 years. Let's we need to fix up this kitchen, let's open it up, let's put in a different type of stove, do this, do that. When you get serious about that, call Green It's Construction because they are the go to fellas to get this done. So, whether uh, when I say go to fellas, those are the guys that are in the house, they also have other people that are female that are helping them in other ways. But they the the fact is the team is a high class operation, and the thing is, they they ain't playing, they ain't practicing, they ain't playing. They they know what they're doing. They've done. There's just they do them year in year out, right through COVID, busy right through COVID, putting in baths and kitchens, baths and kitchens, redoing entryways, remodeling this, building things out in the backyard for people, barbecue rooms out there. So. If if you want to check it out, uh, I don't have to say a lot more about it. I'm just going to tell you where to go to look at it without leaving your house, the comfort of your home. You could go to Greenitz. That's the color green with E T Z on the end, GreenitzConstruction.com. You could go there, and and or you could go to his Facebook site if you're still on Facebook at Dave Greenitz Construction, and you'll see before and after photos of of their what they did. It's over. They completed it. And they're proud enough about it to put it out to the whole world. These are not cut and paste stuff off Getty photos or something. These are actually local folks in the Yuba area that uh, spent the money to have the best done. And uh, here's the thing I like about Dave is uh, I've known him for over 40 years. When I call him, he calls me back. Boom. You ever call somebody they don't call you back? You see him months later. Oh, man, I, know I owe you a call. <laughs> it doesn't it work that way with these guys. None of these guys here, none of these guys I'm talking about. So uh peach tree, uh, sorry. Um, so when, when uh, you might have trouble with peach tree health <laughs> at the front end, but you're not going to have a problem with Dr. Cassie and I. So with Dave Green, it's when you call, you're liable to get him on the phone. He does not have two or three people in between him. Like, well, what would you want to talk to him about? Well, you know, who who are you again? You ever had to repeat yourself multiple times at somebody? Well, after you told him, hi, this is Lou Benninger. I'd like to speak to Dave, right? I always tell people my name. Now, Oh, oh well, what'd you want? All well, the stupid questions, right? Well, who are you? What'd you want? Like, you're going to kill him? And what's your name? How do you spell it? You know, kids can't spell these days. No, no, no. You get the big kahuna on the phone. Boom. This is Dave. When do you want to start that thing? Let's get going. No, anyway, he'll call you right back, you know, and when they say they're coming, they're coming, get it together, have your coffee, get it out of the way. They're coming. And when they start, they finish. They, they stay out until they finish. You ever get stuck in the middle of a project? So Greenest Construction, you can dial him up old school too. You can go to those website or Facebook site and you can send them a message and ask any questions you want right like what's up with this or how does this work or if you can just dial him up or text him at 530-682-9602 and uh, then one other and then we're going to get back to business here the plumbing doctor that's my friend ted holmes he was over there and did a lot of work at the e street project plumbing doctor did and just really made that place beautiful just in in Old building, and uh, tur- pulled. we pulled all the toilets out, replaced them with low-usage low, low usage toilets. Uh, I don't know, put in tub surrounds. We did a lot of stuff, did cool stuff. Uh, fixed plumbing, leaks. Uh, fixed every leak. You know if you have a leak in Marysville, it, it's going to cost you a fortune if that thing drips out because the, the prices are so high here in Marysville for water. It's like three or four times what it is in Yuba City, Linda, or Oliver's so you got to stop the leaks anyway plumbing doctor can f- uh can fix all that and uh they serve yuba sutter area and in and, uh, fact i've called them numbers of times i had a leak <clears throat> in the garage in the ceiling coming from the place up above and they just i think oh yeah it needs a little you know this got kind of a crack in they just replaced the whole pipe fixed it they said oh Lou was all screwed up rotted out from years of wear and tear 5306719111 that's uh, their dispatch center 5306719111 they will get on to you and get the job done they have multiple crews and they will get it done for you all right and um, let me get back down here we we have uh, about 13 minutes left on this session and we have one more session we just got lots of stuff to talk about. There's so many crazy things, sadly, going on in our country. Somebody's telling me, they said, Lou, I listen to this show, and it just makes me so mad. Well, you know, sometimes that motivates us to, you know, I want to know the truth about what's going on, and then I know what I am going to do about it, right? So Target, you've been hearing about Target going transsexual. I, this, I think Target's going to go broke. Uh, Anheuser-Busch, their whole, uh, their main beer there, Bud Light, is going to, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's flaming out. Targets on pace to lose 1.2, not million, but billion in profits over a two-year period due to what? Organized crime. I told you before, I I tell you this all the time, not because I'm smart, but because I I know the way capitalism works. Capitalism cannot work. If people will rob you blind, if net, unless there's integrity and honesty and trust between the owner, the proprietor, between the proprietor and the consumer, you cannot you cannot do business with one another. It's like a drug deal. I always ask the kids in juvenile hall, "Do you front your money on a drug deal?" "Oh no, man, you don't front your money, right?" Why? Because they can't trust. So they pack guns, and they, they hand off, and they check things. You can see it on television. They portray it that way. So now what we have is we have uh, the DAs and the, uh, the legislature in most blue states do not want to enforce the law, and they think, it's, they think it's society's fault that people want to steal instead of go to work. So they make it very easy for them to get arrested, but they don't book them they just cite and release, cite and release. So uh, organized retail crime is expected to cost major retailer Target up to $500 million, That's a half a billion dollars a year in lost pro- profits. Factoring in the approximate $750 million in profits Target lost last year, uh, the company, that's from shrinkage, That's from stealing. So they're gonna. They think they're gonna lose a 1.2 billion over two-year period. Now, here's the deal. This is from the breakdown in our society. This isn't necessarily all Target's fault, but I know that some of these businesses will not uh, arrest. I used to have friends that were police officers, and on the side they would work for a big real retail, retailer like this, and they would be. They would walk around in plain clothes and catch people in the act and arrest them. That was back in the day. Now they just let them go. Now they just, they don't even try to catch them in sight. And they don't even sight and release them. In many cases, they just let them walk out with a TV. So the unfortunate fact is violent incidents are increasing at our stores. This is the target talking and across the entire Retail industry, and when products are stolen, simply put, they are no longer available for guests who depend on them. Left unchecked, organized retail crime degrades the communities we call home. I'm telling you people, just drive around Marysville and look at the windows that have been broken. I'm talking about retail businesses where people have broke their windows out. Just vandalism. It's one thing if they tag your building, they they spray paint on it, a window is very, very expensive. You can buy a gallon of paint for like 30 bucks and touch up your building. But a window co- costs you a few hundred dollars. I'm talking about plate glass windows or more. And I've seen people that have kept plywood. In, and I'm telling you, we're getting to the place where you'll see a tipping point. In, and I'm just talking about Marysville. That's where I live. You'll see a tipping point pretty soon. They'll just, they'll have ply, before they go out of business, they will have plywood Instead of glass, I'll have plywood in the front windows. And uh, Target has engaged in a number of mitigation efforts to combat retail theft. These efforts include making adjustments. Listen to this now. Making adjustments to the assortment of products on display. In other words, they're not going to put things on display anymore. They're going to say, oh, you want that? that? It's on a photo right there, right? Okay, well, we'll go back and get that for you and bring it to the register. That's how that works. And that's the way computers work. They'll have a picture or they'll have a demo deal all locked, bolted down to the table, a demo laptop. That's how I bought my recent laptop from Sam's Club. And I said, I want this one. And he said, OK, I'll bring one up. I'll get it out of the the back and bring it up to you. I'll meet you at the register. That's what they're talking about. includes making adjustments in the assortment of products on display in affected stores. I've heard it. Things like makeup and other things like that. You know, years ago, remember when alcohol used to be right on on the shelf? Cigarettes used to be right on the shelf. No more. Installing fixtures to protect the merchandise. We're going to end up. I, you know, have you ever been to a uh, like a quick mart or a gas station in an inner city, where uh, they just they don't even let you in. They they have a little hole out there. They look at you through, and then they decide whether they're going to let you in, or if you just want twenty on on pump B, they just take the money and fix the pump, and you they don't even want to they don't even want to breathe the same air as you breathe. I'm telling you, somebody was just telling me some big city. I can't remember whether it's Targets have pulled out of. New York or San Francisco or some big cities Walmart's are pulling out of, out of Chicago. A couple of Walmarts just walked out i you know I listen, none of this happens overnight, and you lose your freedoms like I, I, I talk to people they people say, "Oh, how come you're on james Gallagher because' he, he's, he's for the great reset." He may not understand it. You know, he graduated from law school, but he's not that smart. He's either a part of the Great Reset or he's stupid. He's a stupid guy because he's voting to take away people's property. Can you think about that? Hold that thought. Our founding fathers fought a revolution to own their own property. They could not own that in Europe. They left the country for many reasons We say, oh, they did it for religious liberty. Not just that. They wanted to have their own life, freedom. I want to own my own cow. I want to have some hogs. I want to have chickens. I want to build my own little house. I don't want the government telling me what color it has to be painted. I was just talking to somebody the other day, and they were talking to somebody down in Tennessee. They'd moved from here, and they said, all the buildings that they'd constructed in Tennessee and never had to get a building permit like outbuildings and stuff, garages, shops, all kinds of stuff. No building permit, pouring concrete, putting up stud walls, the whole thing. Listen, people, you lose your freedom a step at a time. Just like you walk around a track 400 meters, a step at a time. You lose your freedom a step at a time, a decision at a time, a loss at a time. Prop 19, many of you voted for it. God bless you. You did the wrong thing. You were deceived. You were told it was to help the old elderly. It was actually to rip the elderly off. They wanted to help their children with their assets it was said we're going to fight wildfires we're not fighting wildfires we've we've paid so much money to stop wildfires this state does not want to stop wildfires they want to burn you out and have you leave you think oh the, the state's going to be all upset cuz people are leaving they're not upset i'm telling you they are not upset the the democrats running this state the environmentalists love it they would like to see the state be half or less they think that's causing all our problems is too many people. They just want more animals of the right kind, not cows. According to the National Retail Foundation, National Retail Security Survey, goods stolen from stores which contribute to inventory shrinkage cost retailers in the United States $94.5 billion in losses in 2021 jumped almost 5 billion in one year i'm telling you these people cannot stand that and they're going to go out of business and you're not going to have anywhere to buy your stuff and if you're not going to do anything about it i don't really care because i'm going to get by fine retailers on average also saw a 96.5 percent increase that's a hundred percent increase Eight out of ten retailers have reported increased instances of violence and aggression associated with organized retail crime. Listen, people, you know all. You know what you have to do here? Shoot those people. Beat them down, put them in jail, and shoot them. And, and, and if they want to shoot it out, shoot them. Put the fear of God in them, or fear of a bullet, or fear of death. A lot of those people fear death. They know they're doing wrong. People... People are stealing because they know the government isn't going to, the politicians aren't going to do anything about it. In fact, the, the liberals want them to steal. When, when you're able to knock the, you know those massive windows in downtown San, San Francisco or Sacramento, the suckers, those plate glass windows go up like 15 feet, 20 feet. They just knock them out and walk in and take the stuff. Or they just torch the place. And they let it go. Nobody gets arrested. Don't you think that's fascinating? I just, you know, I took classes in college. I tried college for a while, and I did enjoy some sociology and criminology classes and understanding how people think. I, I'm fascinated by it. But I'm telling you, our country is collapsing. Just because it isn't totally collapsed, you're still able to walk in and there's a lot of stuff on the shelves. It ain't going to stay that way. It is—when it, people start breaking in— People break into these big rigs. We we had a, at Glad Tidings, we, we do everything to help people. And uh, at our warehouse, where we take donations and turn around and give them to other people, somebody stole a 52-foot trailer, you know, the like a refrigerated trailer. Just hooked up to it and tr- towed it off. You know, some people that just can't go on and, and you stay in business pretty soon. Uh, it, it just you don't you, you're not going to have the stores that you are used to. They're going to be boarded up buildings and you can find another use for them. Organized retail crime is estimated cost the federal and state governments nearly 15 billion dollars in lost tax revenue. I don't necessarily care about that, but I'm talking about the terrible things that are being done. You know that the bright spot for me is Kevin Kiley, who is represents the foothill area of Yuba County and w- the rest of Yuba County is uh, has congressman remorse for having been stuck with Doug LaMalfa, the do nothing guy that uh, he always says, I'm a fourth generation rice farmer. Actually, he's fourth generation, but he's not much of a worker. He's lazy and he's not too smart. Kevin Kiley has done more. He took office in January. It's now May. That's that's not even five full months. He is Kevin Kiley has more got done more and has more visibility and thrown down more on issue after issue after issue than Lamalfa has in all the years he's been in Congress. He's done it in five months. I don't know whether you've read any of Lamalfa's Letters, my God, he should fire the person writing the letters. Anybody with any understanding of what's going on is just like pablum. It's BS. It's rhetoric. It's garbage. And he needs to go back and farm rice or be just be a greeter at Walmart. I don't think his family will take him back out there. He is a waste of time. He's a a stuffed suit or an empty suit. We'll be right back. I'm gonna tell you some of the things that Kevin Kylie is up to in Washington. It's very exciting. We are in a battle for our lives and he gets it. Bye. right back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> don't let him fight, baby, diamond ring. If that diamond ring don't shine, he's gonna take it to a private eye. Well, I was right again. It came from the Wuhan lab in China, and now everybody's saying it. That's why we called it the China virus, because it came from the lab in, say it with me, China. And the fake news wanted to tell you it came from bat soup. I call that bat soup crazy. Nobody believed it. It's fake news. It came from China just like the spy balloon, and I'm not talking about Whoopi Goldberg. I'm talking about that big Chinese spy balloon that never would have happened if I was your president. It came from China just like Eric Swalwell's mistress. Remember him? I call him his flatulence. He let one go on live television. What a disgrace. His mistress, Fang Fang, also came from China. Trump was right again, and Trump was right about everything, and we're all getting used to saying it. I was right again, and now it's time to make America great again. Believe me.
0: Ah, vote-buying in the 21st century has nothing to do with offering a few bucks to someone to vote a certain way. That would be so crude. That's yesterday. These days, vote-buying is much more refined. It is the Democrats' basic policy. They identify a group of people who need something, then promise to use taxpayer money to take care of it. The politicians get the vote, the politician gets elected, the taxpayer forks over the money. That's it. Take reparations for slavery. Representative Cory Bush demands $14 trillion. California recommends $360,000 per black person. The principle of whether any reparations should be paid at all is no longer discussed. It's now just a negotiation of how much should be paid. Vote buying. In California last October, 18 million residents received checks of between $200 and $1,050, depending on income. It was a gas rebate. The money arrived in October, right before Gavin Newsom was re-elected governor in November. There's another vote buying proposal currently in California, $300 weekly unemployment checks, which would also go to illegals. 10 citizen states offer some form of universal basic income. That's cash up to a 1,000 bucks a month. It's a Democrat idea, and it's vote buying. What about the trillions sent out as stimulus checks after the pandemic was winding down? Who cares if it made inflation worse? (laughs) It bought a few votes. And the $400 billion student debt forgiveness program? That's one of the most expensive vote buying operations currently on the table. That is Democrat politics today. How many votes... Can can we buy with somebody else's money and damn the consequences?
5: And now for the Institute on the Constitution, here's Michael Anthony Peruca with The American View. While Michael is on vacation, he asked me to read you an email that he sent to the Martin Guitar Company. Dear friends at Martin Guitar, while I usually don't take the time to answer online surveys, my admiration and loyalty to Martin Guitar prompted me to pause to answer the one you recently sent me by email. Regrettably, however, when I got to the question regarding my gender and the question presupposed that there were more than two genders, I had to stop. My sincere respect for your company prompts me to suggest that whoever decided to put a question on your survey, which presupposes that there are more than two genders, is not qualified to work for or to represent your company in any capacity. My mother used to say, if Johnny jumped off the cliff, would you jump off the cliff? Your mother probably said this also. Just because the current American culture is jumping off the cliff with respect to their grip on reality, it is not necessary nor prudent for the otherwise respectable Martin Guitar Company to do the same. Genesis 1 verse 27 tells us that God made them male and female. That's it. End of story. There are only two genders. This is Rob McQuay from Michael Anthony Perutka and the Institute on the Constitution bringing you The American View.
2: Baby, do you understand me now? Sometimes I feel a little mad. But don't you know that no one alive can always be an when things go wrong, I seem be bad. I'm just the soul whose intentions are good oh Lord, So
6: Kevin Kylie is representing I think he call it did they call it the first district. I don't know. he's up there, Rockland, placer County. I don't know if he's got Nevada county or not, but he's got sadly he's just got the upper the upper hills of Yuba County, and down the valley we got Lamophi, sadly. We've got, we got Congress, Congressman Remorse. Anyway, he says, at the moment, the debt ceiling battle, Kylie says, is all-consuming in Washington. Here are two things you you may not hear in the media. I love these. He just lays it out in these uh, these blogs. It's not like, oh, we have, if you get something from Gallagher, oh, yeah, we have a lot of problems nowadays. <laughs> He's got some idiots writing for him over at his place. First in the house, Unlike the Schumer-controlled Senate, we passed legislation weeks ago to avoid defaulting on the country's debt. You hear all this BS back there? They they passed uh, legislation weeks ago to to def- to not default on the country's debts while cutting spending. This is the first time anybody can remember they actually are going to spend less this next year than they did the last year. Second, in California, our deadbeat governor has already. Do you think do you do you like the way he calls it? He is a deadbeat governor. The guy's a pervert. Gavin Newsom is a pervert. Our deadbeat governor has already defaulted on $18.5 billion debt. He defaulted on it. And Newsom isn't just defaulting. He's concealing. The legislative's analysis has announced California's budget deficit is much worse than the governor says it is. 52 billion after squandering a 100 billion surplus last year. Is that amazing? Those figures. It's a 52 billion. Every week it's going up. The bad news he says is is Biden continues to imitate this di- disaster or catastrophe. The good news is we've had some key breakthroughs on our battle to stop him. Uh so I don't know whether you saw this. I watched this on uh, YouTube, on the floor of the house. Do you ever see uh, LaMalfa? I'm, I'm talking about maybe he did it once. I'm talking about, do you ever see it, where he goes on the floor of the house and throws down? Kylie gets back there, and he's already, he just, he's blowing him uh, blowing up. He says, my collapse of San Francisco address on the house floor last week is having an impact. Now, that that talk was like 18 minutes long. None other than CNN just aired an hour-long special on how the city of San Francisco is falling apart. That's because I, he gave a great talk on San Francisco on why and what and all that kind of stuff. It's it's like, hit the wall, baby. Don't go there. Following my questioning, he said, Educ- have you seen this Miguel Cardona? My goodness, when he did his... When they were vetting him, this guy was such a liar. Of course, the Republicans did not vote for Miguel Cardona because, well, because he's a jerk. But he had enough votes with the liberals, right? This guy is an arrogant jerk, Miguel Cardona. Following my questioning, like, uh, so... um, Kylie is on the education committee He was on the education committee in California That doesn't mean he controls it He's a committee member But he's in a good spot Because he's an educator He's a trained educator Following my questioning Education Secretary Miguel Cardona Is under increased scrutiny Over giving false testimony to Congress Is that cool? He put him on the hot seat And he lied to Congress When he was being interviewed by uh, Kylie A fact check Check by Washington Free Beacon confirmed he outright lied when he denied supporting student vaccine mandates. None of these people back there want to accept responsibility for COVID. Nobody had any mandates. Nobody closed the schools. Nobody Nobody told anybody they had to be vaccinated. Nobody told anybody they had to put a mask on. Nobody told anybody they couldn't work without a jab. Nobody wants to take responsibility for anything. Everybody's innocent in Washington. After my close, Kylie says after my closing argument against Julie Sue's nomination, Julie Sue, S U. She was a Department of Labor secretary in California. She's the gal that under her oversight, Employment Development Department gave out 30, like 33, some people think $100 million, dollars incorrectly, fraudulently. Give it to people it doesn't deserve. You know, EDD, you're supposed to apply for it, explain your situation, and then they give you a ruling on whether you get it. She gave it. She gave it to people who filed in in the name of Dianne Feinstein, the senator. They said they were Dianne Feinstein and with fictitious everything. Nobody even vetted them. They just gave them the money. Some of them just made up things like, uh, you know, some cartoon character, Daffy Duck. (laughs) They just gave them the money. Guys are on death row, got money. Thirty-some million dollars. Maybe it was billion dollars. Was it billion dollars? I guess it's probably billion dollars. I can't even remember now. It's probably billions of dollars. And unemployment benefits went to the wrong people. And the people that actually deserved it, that lost their jobs because of COVID could not get it. This gal now is being is is being vetted to be picked as the U- United States Department of Labor Secretary, cabinet level position with Biden. So who who went after her? I'm telling you, you didn't, you know, it's like, hey, uh, LaMalfa gets the same check that that Kylie does. He could have gone on the floor and thrown down against Julie Sue. He's from California. No, it was Kylie. He said, after my closing argument against Julie Sue, her nomination on the House floor, the expected confirmation vote was called off. Her top backer in the Senate, Bernie Sanders, quote, notably demurred when asked whether he was optimistic about her chances. She is the last person in the world that should be working anywhere from government. She's incompetent. She probably couldn't get a job and do a do a good job on the burger line at McDonald's. On the legislative front, my free speech on campus bill has been officially Introduced with Congressman Burgess Owens, the Hall of Fame football player. And I think he's got a Ph.D. in economics or something like that. He's joining me as a co-author and a bill I co-sponsored. Where's LaMalfa? Does LaMalfa ever do anything? This guy's been here five months. The guy, anyway. He said a bill I co-sponsored to denounce the defund the police movement. It passed the House, folks. Kylie from Northern California, the foothills, he says, in the face of recklessness and radicalism, we are winning key victories. sanity is breaking through, and there's plenty of more to come it, it's It's like where has Doug Lamalfa been for decades the nothing burger? He's a nothing burger. Same way with Gallagher. They're all paid for, and they just get the, they're at the trough. <laughs> licking out of the, the Republican trough. <laughs> Doesn't matter what they do. They're in secure seats, and they don't do anything. Lamoffa could have stood up anytime he wanted all these years on any topic he doesn't have the brains to do it he's too lazy he's lazy well th- this says the first covid vaccine injury lawsuit in the us targets us government social media giants now there are other lawsuits covid lawsuits let me tell you what they are there's attorney firms that are law firms that are suing institutions like hospitals uh state government city government federal government because they fired people when they did not take the jab they did a mandate right they violated their constitutional rights their employment rights etc these vaccine these are vaccine injury lawsuits those were deals where people wouldn't take the vax so now these are uh, thank God for these. I hope they just rip, rip these people a new and five people injured by COVID-19 vaccines, along with the father whose 16 year old son died from vaccine induced cardiac arrest are suing the Biden administration and top us public health official. Now people like, uh, Rochelle Walensky. She's a, a medical prostitute. This gal is a liar. She's got no backbone. And all she did is get in there to make money and a, and a name for herself she quits. She's what Jesus called a hireling. That's a shepherd that runs when there's any kind of a difficulty. He get he just in it for the money. In a lawsuit filed Monday, the plaintiffs, including Brianne Brianne Dressen, who suffered severe nerve damage after taking the AstraZeneca vaccine, alleged U.S. government colluded with the social media, which they did, the companies to censor what censor them when they posted stories about their personal vaccine injury. So people got vaccinated and they got really sick. They got uh, problems with their nerve damage, with walking, with their face, with talking, everything, right? And when they posted on social media, they took it down and said it was false. Defendants include, I mentioned who they include, White House officials, for Disease Control Prevention, And U.S. Department of Homeland Security. This is the first lawsuit brought by U.S. citizens. uh, Dressen tweeted. Dressen, a preschool teacher from Saratoga Springs, Utah, volunteered to participate in the clinical trials for AstraZeneca for its COVID-19 jab. Now, she says she is collateral damage of the pandemic. What happens is she says, I'm a co chair of React nineteen. You could probably search that, put in react if you got a problem if the jab left you damaged or killed somebody in your family or friend, maybe you could like do a internet search and just put in React nineteen, all one word, uh React with one nine on the end, and see if you come up and you could hook up with these people. It's a science based nonprofit offering financial, physical, and it- emotional support for those suffering from long-term COVID-19 vaccine adver- adverse effects glo- uh, globally. After receiving the shot, listen to this. Dresson experienced extensive adverse effects, including double, double and blurry vision, severe sensitivity to sound and light, heart and blood pressure fluctuations, and intense brain fog that worsened over time. She said Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, GoFundMe, Reddit and Instagram removed content content she posted about her injuries. According to Dresson, the plaintiff's experiences of censorship pale in comparison to the thousands of Americans. We know who all have experienced the same thing. There's nothing scarier than reaching out for help only to be silenced. It's exactly what's going on people. It was as scary as a vaccine reaction itself. In other words, the oppression of the government, uh, she she now experiences permanent disability with ups and downs, said she and other plaintiffs are are not fighting this fight for a secret few, but are fighting on behalf of the tens of thousands who are experiencing the same kind of censorship. Our government is oppressive people. We have been taken over by communists. The Democrats are no longer Democrats. They're communist people. They act like communists. You got to look at what people do and say. The New Civil Liberties Alliance filed the suit on behalf of Dresson and other plaintiffs, which include Christy Dobbs, Nikki Holland, Susanna Newell, and Ernest Ramirez. All but Ramirez experienced COVID 19 injuries. Ramirez received the Moderna vaccine with no problem, but his 16 year old son, took the same vaccine, died of a vaccine-induced cardiac arrest five days after receiving, oh, sorry, he took the Pfizer. Dad took Moderna, son took Pfizer, and dropped dead five days after the shot. Newell, you think, oh, these people are 300 pounds overweight, full of disease. No, Newell, Susanna Newell, is a former triathlete. Why don't you try that sometime before you take a shot, cheap shot at her? Newell is a former triathlete from St. Paul, Minnesota, who was diagnosed with autoimmune disease after she got the vaccine and who now relies on a walker or cane to get around. We're talking about a triathlete, people. We're talking about a 17 year old rugby player who now can't talk and can't walk and can't think till they retrain him. We're talking about a triathlete that's within a walker to get around. Wake up, people. According to the complaint, plaintiffs experience heavy and ongoing censorship on social media platforms, including, like I mentioned before, all those platforms when they attempted to share their personal experiences after they or loved one, were medically harmed after they took the vaccine. So these platforms claim their free speech. That's why they get immunity if anybody goes on there and says something really stupid. The platform is exempt, but they're not exempt from censorship. They're not supposed to censor people. TikTok talk on multiple occasions removed Holland's video posts in which she shared her personal experiences uh, relating to the injuries and her her attempted recovery process. TikTok said The videos violated the community guidelines. I'm so sick of the community guidelines. Those guidelines don't represent me. Community guidelines for posting violent or graphic content. We're talking about a sick person who's spasmatic or whatever, right? And for integrity and authenticity concerns, according to the complaint, I hope they just make millions of dollars off these people. So the Children's Health Defense Organization, which is Bobby Kennedy's group, they are involved in this lawsuit and helping with this lawsuit. Thank God for them. In fact, you should donate to them, childrenshealthdefense.org. Maybe it's chd.org. They got great articles every week, new articles. They got attorneys working for them, doctors working for them. These guys are not just shooting their mouth off. They actually know what's going on. She added, uh, this lady is talking, Kim Rosenberg. She says, silencing those, she's an attorney, I believe, silencing those who have been injured, like the plaintiffs in this case, by the very product promoted, and in some cases mandated by the government, is particularly egregious and causes further, albeit different, (coughs) excuse me, got hate fever, allergies causes different out al- injury to the in- individuals whose first amendment rights have been violated on and on and on it goes. I'm just telling you that everybody that's got an injury should not cower and should go find some of these legal organizations that are helping. So you can reach out to chd.org or childrenshealthdefense.org, or what did I say? COVID. Would it say something 19? Forget what I said now. Uh, their, their website. Okay, let me just see if I can find it here. Uh, React 19. Go to React 19. See if you can get some there. I, even if you're embarrassed, even if you re- have jab remorse, uh, don't be embarrassed. you you got a problem. You think something killed your son, your daughter, your relative. Go for it. Sue the government. That's our only recourse. So uh, also there's all kinds of evidence coming out that the Food, food and Drug Administration, the Centers for Disease Control, uh, and the the health people, they had early data. Early data before the jab came out on was on the streets. They had early data on myocarditis spurs on myocarditis and yet they did a criminal cover-up and there's people looking at this there's doctors and attorneys going after the federal government because they covered up nobody is immune when there's fraud even the the terrible legislation that gave immunity to big pharma when there's fraud all bets are off baby all bets are off so I'm just praying that God uh, exposes What's been hidden in the dark and the lies and the ripoffs, you know? My friends uh, in Vietnam got sprayed with Agent Orange routinely, and when they got cancer, the government lied, and they did a cover-up. Oh, Agent Orange! There's nothing wrong with the agent. Agent Orange, you you just got cancer, dude. Just you got bad DNA. Just you know, bad juju. Uh, it didn't, you know, Agent Orange. Now it's just like, oh yeah, we killed them. Agent Orange, yeah, we killed them. <laughs> right, tumors, yeah. Can't breathe. Yep, entire units were killed because of Green Beret Units were killed because of Agent Orange. Same thing here. They're just killing people. We are we are living in a communist country, just like in China. They do not care what a million people die. They don't bat an eye. I, I'm I'm done with six segments here, so we call it. A, it's a pretty long show already, so we're going to call it a day. And uh, hope you got something out of it. And go to freedomco.net. Check out what's going on day by day over there and uh, go to the Bards Fest get it on okay you can go live stream I, if you can't go if you're you're out in outer slombodia, you just get it on live live stream okay uh check you later bye I see
2: trees of green red roses too I see them bloom for me and you and I thank you What a wonderful world I see skies Are blue And clouds of white The bright blessed day And the dark sacred night And I think to myself What a wonderful